Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Is Mike Vrabel a Ken doll down there? I'm going to say no. I think he is. You think yes? Yeah. Hello, Ty- <laughs> Hello Tigers. Uh, welcome to Sports Podcast. Ends the question mark, starts the question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. My name is Shelby, and I'm from West Monroe, Louisiana. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. My question for all of you is, if you were stranded on an island with five current athletes and y'all were the last people on earth, who would you pick if you could, if you had to choose one athlete per sport? Thanks. Love y'all. Mean it. Thank you, Shelby. Go Tigers. <laughs> uh, lifelong supporter here, so I get it. Um, I'm going to assume the fifth sport is soccer. So we're saying football, basketball, football, basketball, basketball, baseball, baseball, hockey, soccer. Okay. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, like NASCAR is really up there. You want to choose someone from NASCAR to spend the rest of your life with? I haven't prepared NASCAR. Ashley, you Uh, want to do that? I've. Why? Go ahead. And why is it Martin Truex Jr.? (laughs) (laughs) It would have been. I know, I know someone in NASCAR. You could name a second NASCAR His driver. Name Come is on. Jenny Hamlin. Great. Is that a person? Yeah. Who's Don't, the Kevin it, Harvick? Is that who I see? Uh, look at you. Just pulling him out of your pocket. Yeah, I know. I, I went through a NASCAR phase. Have we ever talked about that? No, and we don't have to. Oh, boy. Was Unfortunately, it fun. we won't have time today. Yeah, you're right. We won't. <laughs> uh, I have a follow up question about this. Sure. I, I'll, we'll try to get Shelby on the line. <laughs> Does the last people on earth Addition mean that we're like repopulating the earth with it these does, athletes? It does feel that way, which is why I will start with Mo Salah as my number one pick. <laughs> uh, what? We don't objectify, but we're being asked a question and we must answer yeah. it. Yeah. So. So I was just, I was thinking, so it has, like, the implication is it has to be men for us. It doesn't, I don't think it has to. our job is to. I don't think it's our job, Ash. I think you're way, as I know this is a shocking thing to hear, but I think you're overthinking it. The solution is there is no solution. I think you should pick a couple that you wouldn't mind if you had to repopulate the earth and a couple that are just, I want to hang with them. Okay. Uh, Brad Marchand. (laughs) (laughs) Mo Salah. Uh, hmm. Was Marshan the one that forgot the puck of the shootout the other day? He did. It wasn't his best. <laughs> uh, look, sometimes you forget to take it with you. <laughs> Can't take it with you, as many say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's about the puck. People forget. Yeah. Right. What do you, you got any athletes? I'm digging through my brain. I'm going off top on this. Uh, yeah. Jay, go ahead. Uh, well, I'm bringing Ashlyn Harris. Okay. And I'm bringing Sue Bird. No, I kind of dumb, just feel like two not smart choices given well, the task at hand. Uh, again, <laughs> I'm not choosing that task. Right, for but me. I'm saying if that's a, if you, you pick two that. That's how I'm bringing. All right. Cool. Uh, I'll bring, uh, I'll bring Kevin Love from the NBA because we met him and he was fun to hang out with. That's the reason? Yes. Got it. Totally. On the up and up. Uh, I will bring Joel Embiid. Okay. Okay. Um, you need a hockey player, Ash. I do. Just bring Claude. Well, I was, I mean, I, I was trying to figure out if Gritty counted, but I think Gritty would I, want I me to bring Claude. I don't think you should bring Gritty. I don't <laughs> think Gritty's an athlete. 
I think you should bring Gritty, knowing what we know that we can't say. Um, but I don't think I you, think Gritty would want me to bring Claude. Yeah, he would. he would. Well, he would be upset that he's dead and Claude's alive. But right. I, we were, again, he, we're if he overthinking had to pick one it. One person to survive. He'd sure, want Claude to survive. So sure. Who is um? And if Claude wasn't available, why am I blanking on the name of the person that we did the bit with? What was oh, Nolan. No, Nolan. No, you're forgetting the name. <laughs> it was. Of Nolan. Nolan Patrick. Yeah. Was great. Just, like, words are hard for me today. I know it's a great day to do a podcast. Because, again, it, you're picking him because he seems a like flyer, a fun time. And he's young. Mm. So mm. he would be able a- to ye- ye- outlast. Whoa, In which stop. way? Like, my <laughs> age. Because he's young. So he's a lot of years left. To populate you're really thinking about that part i think it's just like enjoy yourself ashley wants to populate the earth with gritty i think the takeaway is ashley wants to populate the earth with gritty maybe we just hit the cage sons of gritty do we just hit it here i don't know jay we don't know what it means we don't know when you hit it and when you don't i don't think it matters what sport am i missing i'm missing football i'll take lamar that'll that'll just piss jay off okay okay i'll take mark ingram then Okay, and uh, and um, what'd you just say? Woo woo! You'll hear it later. I don't think you should do things like that. Oh, okay. I it's can't. Bad. I can't wait to talk about the footballs. Right, and then and then what other baseball? Oh God, Yawn City. Mike Trout. Oh, that's the easy one. <laughs> uh, don't you dare look anything up. We're all going off top. I know. I know. I know. Mm, who would I take with me? I'll take Altuve. Okay. And you, Ashley? Martin I'm- Truex Jr. <laughs> no, I, ch- I changed it to Kevin Harvick. I really am worried that that's not his name. It is his name. Okay. It's 100% his name. <laughs> I'm good. You're missing a baseball player, oh, my dear. Uh, fine, I'll take Trout. He took I- Trout. Oh, I thought you were telling Katie to do it. Nope. <sighs> name a third baseball player. <laughs> Ashley, you can do it. I believe it. I'll take Andrew McCutcheon. I nice. I knew it say. too. I'm like, she's going to take McCutcheon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was a fun. Th- what did you learn, Shelby? Nothing. You learned. got to be real specific. With you learned questions. we didn't prep for this part of the podcast. Uh, if you've got a question you want us to half answer, you can always leave us a voicemail. What? You can huh, huh, leave us a voicemail. Can we edit out the huh? No. The rest of it was really good, though. 860 What? 860. What is it? 860 You had to look. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How are you? I missed you guys. You do this every podcast, FOMO. I think. Yeah, you did. This one was really bad. It's been a week since I've seen you. Ashley didn't come to New Orleans. I didn't. It's a poor choice on your part. It was not a choice on my part. Well, I didn't like it much. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay and I just got back yesterday from New Orleans, which is where we were. Learned you can't spell Nolan without Nola. You know? It's, yeah. It's been in me the whole time. Yeah. And? Great time. What, a blast. <laughs> what was the best thing you ate while you were there? The beignets, obviously, were really well, good. Well, I mean, those oysters Those also oysters are also fantastic. Incredible. You know what we didn't get is that thing they told us to get. Yes. It was called something that sounded like a name. Mm, it'll not come to me, probably. I don't have it. Something Dan. Oh, Dan. Who Dan? Wow, Dan. Who Dan? Whoa, Dan. Boo, Dan. Boo, Dan. <laughs> hey, Travy, Trav. Hey, Trav. We'll get to Trav in a second. Um, the uh, Interesting things I learned in New Orleans. Uh, 
The internet thinks Jay and PG are twins. What? I really wanted to talk about this with you in Friendly Banter. I put a post as we were getting on the plane yesterday, which, man, flight out there delayed five, six hours, something like that. Insane. Really terrible. Was still sick. Not great. Uh, flight back also delayed. Mm. Not a fan of that part of New Orleans, I'll be honest. Mm. Um, but I put a, a post up on Instagram where I was talking to PG. Obviously, PG is a big LSU fan, went to LSU, bought tickets. He and his brother went to the game together. So he had a great time. <laughs> and when I asked him how it was, he was like, it's fantastic. He's got no voice. He sounds like, <laughs> I said he sounds like Coach O, but a couple octaves higher. Uh, and then, and then I switched over to Jay and was like, Jay, how was your trip? And a lot. An overwhelming and annoying amount of DMs were like, wait, those aren't the same person? <laughs> and I am I am floored by this. They look nothing alike. Well they just both have mustaches right now. They are white dudes with brown, dark brown hair. Not really. PG's is much lighter than Jay's. And some facial hair represented. Sure. Represented. Are you I thought you'd be also well, floored think, by this. I you sound like you agree. I'm trying to think I'm trying to think if I was someone who didn't know their personalities. Yeah. Because a lot of times people's personalities sure. shape how you look yes. at them. So uh, as people like, who know their per- they could not they be could more not different. Be more different. Could not be less twins. Yeah. They I are, was shocked by the internet's reaction. Shocked, I say. <laughs> So no, really J and PG are not twins, nor are they related. I guess somebody at the shoot was like, "You guys brothers?" Like, no, yeah, we're no. Right on track. I was like, <laughs> "What?" No. Um, but the reason I posted that video and something I wanted to talk to you about was because on the flight back, while we were waiting, while we were delayed at the gate, I saw. I was looking around and I saw there aren't that many. Surprisingly, there weren't that many flights back to New York. So. Mm-hmm. Anybody in media that was getting on a plane, we're getting on pretty much a bunch of the same planes. And looking around the gate, I saw Marcus Spears, who, hello, if we haven't made this perfectly clear, after this trip to New Orleans, I just want to say, the best human. We love him so much. <laughs> Jacoby has been trying to like pitch us on how great Marcus Spears is for a year. In a way that it's, we don't have to get into this here, but I brought this up this weekend. I'm like, Jacoby did it in a way that I'm like, what, what's in it for you? Yeah. Jacoby doesn't often just rave about how great people are. Yeah. So it always made me almost have a chip on my shoulder in regards to Marcus for no reason because I'm like, what's Jacoby's end game? Why is he bringing you up all the time? And then I realized it's like, oh no, he's just genuinely the best. That's so great. So I saw him and I'm like, okay, I, um, this isn't a flex. I'm just doing the math. It, there's six seats in first class. I'm like, it, so the odds are I'll probably be, maybe I'm sitting with Marcus for this flight, which would be great. Cause Marcus and I now have it to the point where we could talk when we want to, don't when we don't right. want to. Uh, we could order drinks because he would be obviously celebrating the the win. And then I saw the president of ESPN, Jimmy Pitaro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 that's what's going to happen. I'm going to sit next to the president of ESPN. Now, before I say anything more, let me say nothing wrong with Jimmy Pitaro. Lovely guy. Lovely guy. Easy to talk to. I don't like having to maintain conversation for the entirety of a flight or even worry that they are going to want to, or they think I'm going to want, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to have to deal with that. Given that Jay and I spent the night of the, uh, the national championship at a Dave and Buster's had way too many beers. I won, uh, we, we spent our tickets on Jay was very kind enough to let me spend them on a, a pickle Rick hat. Guys, combine tickets. It's a good, it's a good it's hat. Well, we actually got team. more tickets after combining them. We used one power card. He bought the drinks and I bought the 
the games. It was an even split because we played a lot of games because no one was playing any. We'll get into it. Um, <laughs> but so we had we found somebody else's power card that had more tickets on it than we had earned because we didn't. And play we were any, playing for like three hours. Yeah, we didn't play any high ticket earning games. We played a lot of just fun to play games. Yeah, uh, and a lot of bad to play games. Um, but anyway, so we we ended up finding a card that had more tickets on it. So we combined those with ours. I got a pickle, Rick Hat. Jay, what did you get? I got a mug that says my brain has too many tabs open. It's so true. Wow. And then we split a nerd rope, which was 250 tickets. Which seems kind of high. That's a waste. But anyway, I wore that. I couldn't pack that hat or it would get all smushed. So I wore it to the airport. So I'm like, I'm boarding hungover. And I may, when I come around this corner, I will either find out that I get to sit with Marcus Spears, a stranger, or Jimmy Pataro, the president of ESPN. And that is the order in which I would like to sit with them. <laughs> uh, in my pickle, Rick hat. So I come around the corner and it's Jimmy. It's Jimbo. It's Jim Dog. Uh, and I, of course, said, Oh, Prez Dog. <laughs> Is that real life? Yeah. That's real life. I tried to diffuse the situation of like, by calling him Prez, Yo, Prez Dog. Dog. Hey, Prez Dog, we get to sit together. Guess who you're sitting with for the whole flight? And uh, he got up and left the plane. No, his oh. response was, You're sitting here? Which I was like, Dang. Then he p- ultimate power moved. I said, yeah, I, I was the window seat. He was the aisle. And I was like, yeah, let me just throw my bag up. He asked if he could help. I said, I'm an independent woman. I'm okay. Thanks. Uh, I did it. And then he just sat there. He took the window. Nope. He sat there at, in his aisle seat. Oh, he like didn't oh. to let you in. And I was like, so here, I, so I'm going in there. He's like, you got it. And I was like, welp. Yeah. So I had to like throw, cause you know me, team backpack. I had to like throw my backpack on the seat. It's because otherwise I would be knocking everything over on my way in. Right. Yeah. That's when I knew I was screwed. I'm like, he's going to power move me this whole flight. So here's the thing. I, uh, I just got in my own head. I got in my own head in the sense that like getting four hours of the president of ESPN's attention is impossible to do. Mm-hmm. You can't book him for a 30 minute meeting. He's a very busy guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, another person, a better person than me, would use this to advance their career. They would know exactly what points to hit. They would know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And not just your career, the careers of the people who work with and Are for Are you going to try to make me feel worse now? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Mm. What happened? No, I'm just saying, like, I didn't, uh, my brain was not in a place where I was like, oh, I know exactly what I need to. Like, when I go to meetings like that, I have to sit for an hour beforehand and be like, all right, get all your dumb thoughts out of your head and mm-hmm. put in the imp- – like give me a list of stuff I got to hit. Let me be strategic. I'm not like a naturally strategic person. Um, That's why I do on-camera things because I don't do well with other stuff. And so th- I was just disappointed that I was like I'm going to blow this. I made great small talk. I made him laugh a couple times. We talked about the movie he was going to watch. Apparently on his flight down, he watched Midsummer, And I was like – Wow. Do I mention that that's a really weird movie to watch on a flight? <laughs> and then uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a horror movie. I haven't seen it. But as with most horror movies, I've read the Wikipedia. And uh, so I know what happens. A lot of like sex cult naked stuff happening in that film. Weird. So he tells me he got two thirds of the way through it on the flight down and he's going to finish it on the flight back. And I'm like, dang, I'm not that familiar with the Wikipedia. I don't know when the sex – like I don't know if he's telling me this not knowing yet that it gets weird and sexy – um, or as like a like just so you know, or if, just, or if he's telling iPad. it to me. <laughs> well, website. well, I found out once he started watching it, and he was because the whole time he's reading his emails, checking his texts on an iPad with the screen. Like if I wanted to, 
I could have been also reading his emails and his texts. I'm I tried to glance and then I got in my head that he saw me glance. And I'm like, you're going to get in more trouble for glancing <laughs> than, and you won't have learned anything important. Uh, and then uh, and then when he got up to go to the bathroom at one point, because we got I'm out of order right now, but we got delayed once we got on the flight. That's the worst. We so I was no like, pilots. no pilots. They no, were like, sorry, we don't know where your pilots are. No power. <laughs> so it was just a mess. And so I'm like, now I have to kill time. Small talking at the top before we even get in the air. Like, I'm screwed. But at one point, he got up to go to the bathroom, put down the iPad, didn't lock it. Wow. And, trust. And you just Big let trust. it sit there. It's, okay, Jay. They lost. <laughs> Ooh, Jay. Uh, but so anyway, I didn't, I didn't touch it. I thought about it, but I didn't. Anyway, when we were in the air and he started watching Midsummer, he turned his iPad, like he started Away watching it you. normal and then all of a sudden he turned it and I was like, mm, we're at the sex stuff. He's <laughs> feeling uncomfortable. So now I win because he's feeling uncomfortable and I'm fine. Um, it went okay. We made good small talk, uh, at the beginning of the flight. Cause I said like, we don't have to talk the whole time. He's like, I want to. And I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. But I think he was just being nice. And he asked me if I was going to the Super Bowl. We talked about that at length. And then when we landed, oh, I, I woke him up, which is when I was like, I'm fired by accident. I woke him up. I was trying to put away my uh, my my tray, my tray table, and um, it goes in the armrest. And his he was like sleeping and leaning on it, and so I delicately tried to do it, and he jolted up. And I like put my hand on his arm. I was like, I really was trying not to do that. I'm really sorry. And he just kind of glanced at me, and then went back to answering emails like he had never fallen asleep. And I was like, Damn it, I'm fired. But then when we landed, he asked me if I was going to the Super Bowl. So now I know at least he's not going to remember anything that happened because he asked me that before we took off. So we're fine. Everything's fine. Great. Yeah. I did it. I don't know. I, the whole time I'm like, Ashley would be handling this better than I would. Ashley would be crushing this. No. Ashley would really be crushing this. No. I asked him I'm about sure. him. That's all. That's, that's all you got to do. That's great. If he leaves that flight and is like, wow, that Katie Nolan. Sure. She sure had eyeliner all over her face. At one point when I got out, when I got off the plane, I went to the bathroom since I didn't go the entire flight since I would have had to ask him to get up and that wasn't a thing I was going to do. I went into the bathroom. I looked in the mirror and I had just makeup under my eyes. Like I looked like Hannah B. Oh, man. It was bad. I was like, wow, how long was that? doesn't matter. You Hannah B is a fifth it. round pick. Okay. You know, you can't knock her. Mm, sometimes. So but you happened. survived. I did it. I and made it. You made good content. Speaking of surviving, I did say to Jay when we got on the plane, I'm like, looking around at who else is on this flight, if we crash, we don't even make the headline. It's true. Mm, that's a bummer. It's like, also, also dead. Yeah. Katie Nolan and some people who work for her. Yep. I, 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 I didn't do right by you, Jay, because when you walked by and I said hi to you, he goes, who's that? And I said, that's Jay. He's the producer. And he turned around like he wanted to meet you, but you were gone already. Oh, well, that's all right. I introduced him to PG. They had a nice long talk. Wow. <laughs> Super. Because I learned my Super second, the, the second round. I wasn't cool, going to cool, make, cool. I don't make the same mistake twice. You introduced twice. him to this guy who was literally still sweating alcohol and yeah. couldn't speak. He yeah. probably thought PG was you. You guys look exactly yeah, like, the that same. That guy just, worse. He's like, that guy left the flight, <laughs> came back on. Worse. Why is this guy here? Katie only hires guys with mustaches. <laughs> I don't want that. PG made a very funny joke about Midsummer. It was great. They really bonded. PG made a very funny joke today. <laughs> I wrote it in my journal. I laughed at it later that night. <laughs> Uh, official pod and, oh wait, Ash, how was your trip? How was your trip here? How was your non-trip? How was it? Were there pilots this morning? What's up? Uh, wait, what? I don't know what he's talking about. Ignore him. Uh, how was it here was what I meant to ask you. And instead my mouth said, how was your trip? It was fine. I had a great birthday. That's right. I really enjoyed that. We already did that. that. We did it last pod. We don't have to do it again. Uh, and then this weekend I drove into the suburbs of New Jersey and Mm. went for a hike. 
Excuse me? Yeah, at Eagle Rock Reservation in Why? Montclair. Why? Well, someone chasing you. I like nature <laughs> and I haven't like – at one point, I think I said this to Jay. I was like up on top of like the mountain – not mountain, whatever. Oh, you were texting Jay about being no, on today, a hike? earlier today in a meeting. Yeah, she he's was going texting to Denver. me. He's going to Denver. You no, we were, we were texting about work a lot. It was a very busy weekend. Um, but in any case, I looked around. I'm like, I can't see a car. All I feel is like the wind on my face and my kids like throwing – Nuts at trees. Whoa, and like, hey. It was, I was like, put your pants back on. Yeah. And then we'll keep <laughs> Use these acorns instead. It was really nice. I really liked it. And then I ate some really good donuts. Cool. Um, not beignets. Nope. Not beignets. No, you didn't have to rub that in quite so soon. And it, yeah, that was, it was really nice. I enjoyed my time. I'm glad. Thanks. I'm really shocked. Missed you guys had a lot okay. of FOMO. Watched a whole lot of Instagram. You leave videos. Ashley for one weekend, and she goes and on a hike. She's yeah. like, I need to see the nature. Yeah, what? I'm I alone. We haven't seen nature in so. I know. Long. I can't. Rem- I honestly can't remember the last time I did. And yeah. it just felt so nice. That's so. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. I didn't see nature. I yeah. saw the inside of a bar at 4 a.m. on mm-hmm. Bourbon Street. Oh, oh yeah. that's a different. That's the wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was in the wild. <laughs> Uh, official pod in her show business. We actually have some. Uh, Travi Trav is back with us after a couple weeks of not. What's up, Trav? How's it going, guys? How was your trip to Ukraine? Uh, it was amazing. Uh, my pilots uh, were there on time. That's great. That's because I fly private. So. Oh wow. Well, I guess that's already a flex, but uh, it's it sets us up nicely for the fact that Travis is flexing on us and leaving for another podcast. So um, I know we made him the man, the myth, the legend, but he's going to fly private right out the door. Uh, and we are going to take this wonderful moment to introduce you to our new, our new Travis, Christina. Woo! Hey, guys. There she ah, is. What a voice. What a voice. Wow. And oh, so, you. you know, we were just thinking there's too many men up in here yeah. with the one. And so now we've got... Uh, <laughs> We got, I agree. We got rid of Travis. That's, that's fair. And we brought in the lady. So, Christina, um, just so you know, your role will essentially be to only talk when it really throws people off. <laughs> so, which is pretty much never until you hear us say something wrong, you can feel free to correct it. Otherwise, you just sit back and enjoy the ride, my girl. Beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. So, that's Christina. Uh, f- you to trap. No, I'm just Whoa. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Pour out a pina colada. Y'all. We're gonna yeah. And pour out a pina colada. Taste it with onion ring. What was it? Funyuns. 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 That's right. Yeah. Pour out a funyun colada. Pina, Great. A pina. Pina Okay. Uh, today on the podcast, lots of sports. We got football to get to. I got. I want to hear what happened in the Ravens game. I'm, I didn't see the final score, mm. and I'm just so curious to know what a lifelong fan thinks about that game. Uh, we're also going to get a doodly do bachelor update from Ashley. Uh, I saw a very short clip that involved champagne and oh I'm gosh. very confused by it. Oh and my so gosh. I can't wait to hear about it. I assume you have the list of everybody we drafted because I already forget. Mm-hmm. That, that was a, that sounded like <laughs> a yes and looked a like a no. It my phone. I, I have it. it. I have it. I left Jay. I've got it. Okay. Oh, that's, that's how you get Ashley to have what she needs is tell her Jay did it. <laughs> See, She's I like, took a I picture. Got it. I Great, perfect. So you'll be able to update us because somebody asked me like, do you have this one? And I was like, I didn't know there was a Sharon. I don't remember. I don't know anything. So, uh, before we get into that, guess what guys? We got ads. They're back. We got Woo! some ads. So good news. We're still a podcast in the year 2020. Uh, also, not just ads, a new sponsor, Whoa. Untuck It, Ooh. which I won't accidentally – I could slip up and make that a curse word very easily. But no, the <laughs> ants, it's Untuck It, all one word. Ashley, how would you like me to tell the people about brand new sponsor, Untuck It? 
Good news for for Untucket. I am really out of practice in picking ads. So mm. we're just going to roll the dice here. I thought we literally were for a while there rolling some dice. Yeah. And so, then we're not doing that anymore. So no, no, we'll roll it. We'll roll the dice. This is a really good sell. But yeah, you should give us ads. Look how well we handle them when well, we the have Well, the delivery them. is really going to be what's important. Mm-hmm. So I would like you to do this ad as if you were. What are you doing? Rolling the dice. Donald Duck. Giving a victory speech in oh a locker room. What does Donald Duck sound like again? Suffering. Oh, wait, that's, that's, that's oh, do that one. That one's Daffy, Daffy Duck. Duck. Yeah, you do Daffy. That's easier. Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? <laughs> that's because they were never meant to be worn that way, fellas. Or ladies? Well, if he's, I'm gonna say, just for the sake of the, of the bit, he's coaching a men's duck hockey team. Okay. The Mighty Ducks. Wow! Untuck it shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. Untuck it is the brand you've been looking for. It's for winners. It's the shirt of inches. <laughs> it's the original untucked shirt. <laughs> How do you SH with a shirt? Third? Yeah. Just Give me one, Jay. Third. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> a modern solution to an old problem with no tucking or tailoring required. No matter your size or shape, there's a lot of SH in here. Uh, their shirts are the perfect untucked length, and you're the perfect team to wear them. Let's, let me get a, let's go! Wait, are we Daffy too? You're all ducks! Let's, let's go! go! Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> with more than 50 fit combinations, untuck it shirts look great on tall, short, <laughs> slim, and athletic people of all ages. It's easy to buy online or in store! Isn't that right? Yeah! yeah! Super! <laughs> and the shirts are a high quality, perfect fit without needing a tailor. There were no S's in the whole end of that sentence. <laughs> but hey, don't take my word for it. Try Untuck. There's also no S's here. Untuck it for yourself. Visit untuckit.com and use code NOLAN for 20% off your first, first order. <laughs> What are we going to do? We're going to visit Untuckit.com and use code NOLAN. Okay, you don't have to do the whole thing. Let me handle it, fellas. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code NOLAN, N-O-L-A-N, for 20% off your first order. Now let's get out there and... Play, do hockey. <laughs> Let's get it. Grab your sticks. <laughs> That's it. That's that. That's that is. Oh, it was a victory speech. Uh, it was. I gave a game. halftime speech at a hockey game. Is what happened there. <laughs> Sporting it, we're doing sports to the oh, sports podcast. Why did I miss that? Here's the news. Football. We're going to start with football. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to do the rest of the news. Okay. But do not be mistaken. That WNBA, CBA, lots of letters. We're going to get to it. It's later. Uh, let's start in the NFC. First game, Saturday's game, right, was the 49ers. They beat the Vikings 27-10. to That was a game, Jay, we were all over uh, New Orleans for that game. We were. We were driving I, around with Marcus Spears. I caught a little bit of it. 
Ash, how much football did you get to watch this weekend? I watched I watched football. It was nice. Great. Um, I think going into this weekend, a lot of people were expecting it to just be like chalk across the board, like all the favorites win. Mm. And this game was the only one that that where that actually happened. Like yeah. The 49ers came in and they looked like the better team and they won and it wasn't like close or exciting. Yeah. You just left the game being like, oh, they're good. And not a great game from Jimmy G. No. Really which is, not. Which kind of speaks to like – how well-rounded they are yeah it's like not all on him yeah and their uh their run game looked good Kittle uh you know he only had three catches for 16 yards but I would say he was still a pivotal part of the game he was in there as a run blocker absolutely incredible job by him there he's so versatile on the field also Cousins just remained under pressure the entire game he could not get comfortable uh, Jay, what was the stat? Did you find the stat or was this you, Ash? Um, well, I've been saying for a long time that oh, the 49ers God. defense Jesus is oh like really, really God. strong. And Suffering suck attack. I think we saw that, uh, on Saturday. Uh, in what, in the form of what uh, stat again? Uh, well, they had six sacks, 23 pressures, uh, 14 more hurry ups and on 29 dropbacks. So basically Cousins didn't have a snap where he was comfortable. Yeah. They also, I mean, they got D Ford back, which was huge. Uh, healthy tart, healthy Alexander. Uh, everybody had a good game except Jimmy G. <laughs> he did what he had to do. Uh, they held Delvin Cook to 18 yards on nine carries, which is just incredible. So, congrats to the, you know, Bang Bang Niner gang, who I've been saying I'm rolling with for That's the rest right. of the season. That's right. We did make our picks last we week. We did. And we all, and you picked the, the Chiefs, Chiefs and Jay picked the Ravens. Ravens. Great. Got it. We'll get there. Uh, also in the NFC, the Packers beat the Seahawks, uh, 28-23. That was on Sunday. Uh, I didn't get to watch much of this game. <laughs> so, Ash, what happened? Well, the Packers went up early and then, like, on the back of Russell Wilson, the Seahawks made a charge to come back and on a pivotal potential first down call at the end. Let's just say the Seahawks got they were upset with the refereeing once again where they called it was a first down for Jimmy Graham and people were all up in a hullabaloo because he was behind the yellow marker and blah, blah, blah. Friendly reminder that the yellow marker is not science. It's put in by a television crew. Correct. So at which point the actual line was disseminated on the Internet. Like, look, he actually got it. Um, but it was kind of like went back to the big the big controversy was Pete Carroll's decision to punt on fourth and 11 mm. with two minutes and change left in the game. Why? And I, I have read so many articles trying to find a good argument as to why, and I cannot find one. <laughs> like every single, every single thing I've read is like, yeah, no, that was just the wrong call. And so there's a lot of talk of like, hey, if Pete Carroll's not gonna, you know, grow in advance with the game. Mm. Yeah, but you, they love him. He's I such know, a beloved like, players he, coach. He's beloved, but you're going to waste the best of Russell Wilson, according to at least three different people that I've I love read. It. I love when you I give a thing remember. that you're like, I don't know. This is not my take, think, but, yeah, but three people on the internet like, said That's so. how you find success in sports radio. <laughs> you don't have to say it's not your take. You just confidently say mm. it. You had me right until you went, and I think that's three, what people are saying. Three people who follow the Seahawks, they people really are believe saying, it. Is people one of them Mina Kimes? Because... No. I would die for anything Mina Kimes had to say. Yeah. Well. I think you even even Mina was like, he punted? Yeah, I, she, like, I remember. Yeah. I saw that. She was pissed. Uh, important, uh, kind of cool statistically 
statistic number thing that happened <laughs> uh is that the Packers this season have been, you know, not great on third down. Uh but they they stepped it up in this game and that was part of why they were able to find success. I mean, Aaron Rodgers obviously switching into playoff Aaron Rodgers right. is always helpful. Uh but they were able to um they were able to keep they didn't have any third and longs. There were two third and longs the entire game. They were able to keep the distances short and they were able to convert their third downs, which is a big deal and will be interesting in next week's NFC Championship matchup with the Niners. The line right now, last I checked it, was Niners minus seven and a half. It's obviously in San Francisco. Last time these teams played, we thought it was going to be a good game. It got flexed. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. In the prime time in week 12. Niners it, won 37-8. It was not close. It was ugly. Yeah. It was boring. Yep. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens now. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Packers side saying that this is a different team now, which, right. you know, it's not literally, but, it is, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. it is the same team. What's interesting to me, people forget, this is uh, Matt LaFleur versus his brother, who is the passing game coordinator for the Niners. Oh. Mike LaFleur. Wow. So it's Battle of the Brothers. Now. Los Floors. Give, exactly. Wow. People are calling it Los Floors. Uh. I just changed the Many language. of them. Wow. Many of them are calling it Los yeah, Floors. I saw at least three people. Not like Le Fleur. <laughs> I, I think it'd probably be Le Fleur. Yeah, but like, no, that's not yep. like, no. Great. So, uh, you know, trying to figure out trying to get figure out which one has the edge i was you know looking into it online and as they are not athletes they are coaches famously we got to go with hotness and i will say oh we can objectify coaches on this pod we can, we do Great. not objectify we do not objectify athletes on this podcast okay. it's a pretty well known thing I, okay. so the two hot coaches mm-hmm. uh i got to say mike lafleur take i mean matt lafleur takes it like handily. And he's the Niners. No. The Matt head LaFleur coach of the Packers. Packers. Lay floors. Lay los floors. Right. So anyway, I feel like we've derailed this bit. But it's, what I was trying to say was that was the hottest sorry, brother works for the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot so brother works for the Packers. Got it. Uh, Mike, Allegedly. Mike LaFleur, sorry to you. I'm sorry to that man. <laughs> uh, cool. Also, other football stat, kind of. It's because these said, were football stats. As you said last week, it's really hard to beat the to beat Same somebody team twice. twice yeah. yeah, and so it's well when it's thirty-seven to eight is less. I will. They didn't eke out a win. I will pull from the year that the Arizona Cardinals were in the Super Bowl against the Steelers. The Eagles thrashed them earlier in the season, and then in the NFC Championship game, they lost. Okay, but the Packers, I think, are going to lose. So let's just, you know, shut up about it. Let's just shut our mouths. I'm confident that the Bang Bang Niner gang is going to pull it out. That's right, baby. You got to do a little E-40. You got to do that noise. You get Like E-40. That's close. It's close. Ashley, tell us who E-40 is. Oh, boy. Oh, it's a famous opera singer. Mm. That's actually where Justin Tucker got his inspiration was he he's modeled his opera voice after e40 what goes on in your brain isn't e40 um when we did that nba finals bit we were like drake and e, so e40 has to be a rapper I'm hey, from san francisco that. power of deduction yeah wow. rapper from san francisco. have you heard 
Have you ever ghost ridden a whip before? Oh, Jay, you think you make it sound like you yes. sound cooler than she does. Like <laughs> you sound just as dumb saying that. Well, that's pretty normal for me. Uh, hold on, I'm pulling up something very important. So if you guys could just vamp. Uh, yeah. Nice, Good Jay. Really strong. Really so, proud of you. Uh, anyhow, Jesus. speaking of E40 and the internet. Okay. Uh, that's not vamping. That's tossing to what I'm about to pull up. Katie I'm saying talk about I've, something Katie else. Clip, I have an actual. I have an actual football thing. The Packers haven't gotten a lot of attention this season because they've won a bunch of games ugly, mm. and even this one against the Seahawks, like, wasn't great. I like. That's not going to be good enough against the Niners, at least the Niners that we saw over the weekend. So step yeah, it up I mean, or you're going to die. I think we have this like – It's the dumbest song I've ever heard in my life. The chorus is the only de- – it's, it's good. It's a whistle. It is a whistle. Nice. We just got a great voice. Wow. Wow, the verses are longer than I thought. Hold on. <laughs> lot of lot of animals. Hyenas, impalas. R.I.P. Here we go. Yeah, her face just went. I get why yeah. we're why we're doing yeah. this. So is that, Ow! <laughs> danced into the microphone. You really did. That was fun. So is that an actual song? E40 released it this year a couple months ago, question mark. I hate it, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to pretend to love it because what a great bit. Bang, bang, nine <laughs> gang. You feel me? Got it. Great. Uh, let's move over to the AFC. The Titans played uh, – who did they play? Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. They did. Yes. And Jay and I were at a party that we were working. Right. Uh, but when we checked that score, man, man, was I shocked. Jay, I'm just going to let you uh, take it from here. So. What was the score? The Final score? The Titans beat the Ravens. What? 28 to 12. Mm, is that bad? It's not good. Okay. Uh, right. The Titans. Uh, played them. Their defense stopped basically everything that Baltimore had working for them all season. Like um, what? Lamar. I mean, mm. couldn't move upfield. They did a really good job of rushing off the edge. I mean, again, I was working, but from highlights and articles, I've deduced that that and that basically like Mark Ingram. You didn't watch your own team's game? Uh, I couldn't, Katie. No, no. I, because I was working. Yes, Jay, I know. I established you. that. You didn't go back and watch the game? It's uh, too painful. Yeah, I, I you mean, watched the game. Don't gonna, give him an excuse. <laughs> if how am I? How am I going to missed a Patriots game? I would watch it. Whole, how would I have watched it? Um, you work in sports. You'd find a way. You could get uh, NFL watched, Game Pass. I watched a lot of the clips from the game. I d- mm-hmm. was unable and did certainly not. Just have saying, the if time, you're gonna, as if you know very if you're, well, if you're going to be over here uh, saying that your team, you're sad about it. And you're going to do this bit all year long that you're a lifelong fan. You don't even watch the game? That's weird. I wouldn't come in here and say, I didn't get to see it. If it was a Pats game, lifelong Pats fan. Yeah, I mean, 
obviously, as you know, I've had a couple of things to do over oh, the course it's of my the last fault. few days. It's my fault. Uh, no, it's mostly my fault. Having there, a television and, and, show and other things to no, work on. No, it's not your fault. You, I'm just, you just couldn't. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I did the best I could to catch up with it. It you was did. It was hard to, um, watch, to watch. To stomach. Um, Mark Ingram was injured going into the game. He played anyway. He only got a couple of carries. So they couldn't get anything going on the ground. Titans had pass defense was all over everybody. Uh, and so the Ravens offense, which is what they had going for them the most all season, wasn't able to score. Mm, and Which I hear is crucial. Derrick Henry was incredible. Mm. Uh, ran for 180 some odd yards and uh, Titans scored on a couple of turnovers which Ravens weren't really turning over the ball all season. The Ravens were the highest uh, highest converting fourth down percentage all season long, and they couldn't get anything going on fourth down throughout the game. I think they had like four attempts. So, Speaking of Derrick Henry, there was a bit of a controversy after the game, and I'm curious to know your thoughts. So uh, he ran for 195 yards and also threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> famously, famously through the air, not very good. Uh, I mean, it's not bad for a running back, for sure. Sure. That's what you said about Lamar at the beginning of the <laughs> no, season. I didn't. Um, but so when at the end of the game, when he was coming up to the podium, uh, Tajai, God, I don't respect the Titans. Tajay Sharp. Tajay Sharp. Tajay. I've always called him Tajai. You know why? Jayajai. Oh, gosh. I only have room for one thing in my brain. Anyway, whatever you said, Tajai Sharp. Uh, he went up to the podium first. You have this clip or you want me to I read have, it? I have it. And this is what he said. The NFL Russian leader we have. If anybody got a problem with that, come see me. We'll be about that. Big trust. Woo woo. King Henry. In the flesh. Woo woo. So that's what Mr. Sharp said. Uh, you started it in the middle, but that's okay. He just basically said he wants to introduce, uh, King Henry. So, People are saying that that was shade given how uh, Ingram introduced – was it Lamar earlier in the it, season? It was. I have and that. you have that, of course, because it's your ringtone. The MVP front runner. If anybody else got to say something different about that, then come see me. Yeah. I'm right here in Beemore outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me. Whoop. I'm about that. Whoop. Big trust. Whoop. 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 Lamar Jackson <laughs> in the flesh. <laughs> yes, sir. Big <laughs> trust. I have a note. Um, Mr. Sharp ended with woo-woo when it should have ended with I just forgot it. Whatever he just said. No, at the the last, he said yes, sir, I think was the last one instead of a second woo-woo. Uh, so, um, he said that he didn't mean to be disrespectful. He said, quote, that's what people have to understand. They take it as disrespecting or mocking or trolling. We ain't into none of that. We're just having fun and we are winning. Um, you are at, that's absolutely what you're doing. That it could be. I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page that that's complete bullshit. (laughs) You can, you're saying you didn't mean it to be mean, but you are mocking, you are trolling, Mm -hmm. you are doing, you're, you're disrespecting, you're, you're taking literally the script and saying it for someone else. It wasn't, and that's definitely preordained. Right, because he said anybody got a problem with that, come see me. He had the whole like, he had it essentially memorized. Yes. There are several beats to that. He didn't tell you where he was located if you wanted to come see him, I noticed, which I thought was a real cop out. He he, he didn't say, come see me at the name of my stadium. Mm -hmm. But he, like, he he knew he was doing that. He didn't just wing it. Woo woo, in the flesh. Woo woo. Yeah, he knows. What, what, what is that? I don't know. 
it's it's i mean they're he was mocking him and you know it's them rubbing it in jay no, what's big, big trust? trust what is big trust uh-huh. big trust is that you got trust in your team and it's your family trust, trust there's no yeah. t yes i know but i'm explaining Why is he so annoyed defining with us? it for you so i was using the word trust even but though it is trust so why do they why is that what they said that's that's Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram invented yes. Big Trust. Oh, he invented it. Yeah. Okay. That's his, and that basically became the rally cry for the Ravens for all season. Big, big trust. trust was trust in their family, trust in your team. That's we, you know, they had belief in themselves that they were. I don't even go. believe in Jay saying it. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. Well. Um. So yeah, you can't take someone's trust. You can't take someone <laughs> tiny trust. Tiny you trust. can't take someone's rallying cry and say it and then be like, "We're just having fun because we won." It's like, yeah, and they're just not because yeah. they lost at so their expense. Obviously, you're now having fun at their expense. You're going to be like, "Oh, everybody doesn't understand. We're not mocking. We're just literally making fun of what they said." That's mocking. <laughs> Could We're taking their the thing page. and making it ours. You had an issue with something someone said, and it wasn't big trust. Shockingly, it was no. It was about. It was from Colin Coward. It's Colin Coward, but it kind of represents a man you used to work with. Oh, let's a lot. be perfectly clear. A lot. Ashley produced, right? His yeah. big football. I worked Colin's with him football on, show on Sports Nation for years, and then I produced Colin's football show and Colin's new football show before that. We changed, well, we changed the title. It was Colin's new football show, and then the next season was just Colin's football show because it wasn't new anymore. It's smart. Yeah, it's. Classic. Great. Um, we had said if they were going to ever move garbage time into prime time that we'd have to change the name, but we never thought of one because we knew that was never going to happen. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So I, it's really – it was Colin's tweet that I took issue with, but it was a representation of what a lot of people were talking about. He wrote, lots of NFL people who read they should be fired for not drafting Lamar Jackson earlier are having a second cocktail tonight, maybe a third. And essentially it's mm, – Tie one on, fictional people. People who used – this playoff performance from Lamar Jackson as we were proof, right all along. Yes, that he's a limited passer. I saying, mm. oh, you guys all thought he was good. Now he's exposed. It was one loss in it, the playoffs exactly. to a good team that just beat the Patriots. Exa- this team, it's so stupid. And it's also disrespectful to the Titans. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And they're like, oh, you know, he's, you get, you take away the Ravens run game and now Lamar Jackson has to pass and they can't score. And it's like, okay, hold on one second. Mm. Like, yes, he had three turnovers. Two of them were interceptions, mm. but, and he only completed like 52% of his passes, but there were it's a ton. I, I know, do. Jay, you didn't get a chance to watch it, but there were a ton of drops. There yeah. were like six. I wrote it down. I wrote down numbers. There were six drops and there was a lot of like the wide receivers played poorly mm. to the point where they would mess up a route and like it would make it look like Lamar was inaccurate when he wasn't. So he didn't play like terribly. He didn't play well. And this is what people were doing to Carson earlier in the season. Like you have a bad game and now you're saying, oh, you're a bad player. You're not a franchise quarterback. It's like everybody has a bad game. Yeah. He had like they had been resting then, played the week before and he didn't play the last week of the season, right? They sat no, him too. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he hadn't played like a real off. challenge since the 14th week, week 14, I think, or yeah. week 13. So it's like you come, you come in not having played in a while. Your receivers are playing crappy. You're hoping Anybody else can step Ooh, up. Can I be calling Coward and debate you right now? In a oh second. my God. Wait, yes, let's do it. You're hoping anybody else can step up and like help you out the way that the Niners did for Jimmy G and they don't. And so everyone comes at Lamar and they're like, Oh, he's not good. He's all blah, blah, blah. He's exposed. We said this from the beginning. He can't pass. Go ahead. Death 
Yes. Taxes, <laughs> excuses. <laughs> Those are the constants of the universe. Oh, Lamar didn't have good pa- good pass catchers. Oh, the wide receivers made him look inaccurate. At the end of the day, it's on the quarterback. <laughs> That's why the quarterback makes all that quarterback money. <laughs> and if this quarterback going to come out here in a backwards hat. It's a very famous. Oh, he take. hates the backwards hat. And he's going to, and I don't think Lamar Jackson's ever worn one, but I do just want to get in that Colin Coward hates when a, when a quarterback wears a backwards hat like it matters. Uh, and he's going to not be able to perform. He doesn't have that clutch gene. Oh, God. He doesn't have it. Everything you're saying, I'm hearing you, but it's fallen on deaf ears. <laughs> because... It's just excuse after excuse. Oh my god. He didn't step up. He didn't step up. <laughs> that was, uh, can I just, the, 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 like, um, oh, the second. cadence of it is good. The, I don't know what his voice sounds no, like. He does really have like solid. a weird, he's always got like, a, uh, right in between too much spit and not enough spit in his mouth. <laughs> I have to make a quick correction before we move on Go from ahead. this story. I credited Mark Ingram with big trust, but it was Lamar. Oh, wow. Who originally, oh, Mark boy. was the one who said it out in public. Ah, uh, yes. Got it. Okay, so, so he, I apologize. Um, he newtsoned him. Uh, it's a phrase we used to say on garbage time because uh, my producer Garrett Richardson had a friend in school, not friend, enemy, when he was in like second grade who. Garrett would make a bunch of jokes in the back of the room quietly. And then this kid, whose last name was Knudsen, would take the joke and say it out loud and get a big laugh from the class. Mm. And so whenever you do that, when you take something someone said quietly and you say it publicly and get credit for it, it's called Knudsen. You guys can have that. Cool. Great. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, Let's move on to the second AFC game, which what the – oh, wait. No, we can't. We can't move on before we get to cutting off your dick. No, we can't. Oh, yeah. That's that's how I was going to wrap up my my point was like – Lamar Jackson may not have stepped up, but he lost to a team that one had the leading rusher. People forget Derrick Henry led the league in rush yards. You season. know who doesn't forget is Siri. Comes up all the time. On this. <laughs> Siri, <laughs> hey Siri, who leads the league oh, in rush and yards? Number two. Boop, boop. Uh, oh wait, it's actually coming up. Oh, because you're talking. Oh, sorry. Number two. Rushing yards for the 2019-20 NFL season. Derrick Henry of the Titans has 1,540. Yeah. Nick Chubb of the Browns has 1,494. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Christian She's going to go through that whole list? Wow. Yeah, you can stop Okay, her. well, yeah. now we've got four women on the pod, so <laughs> deal with it. And a coach who said he would cut off, famously said, he would cut off his, his wiener for a Super Bowl win as a head coach because he has I a don't, couple as a player. Do I have to continue to be Colin Coward to talk about Vrabel? Please don't. I don't Mike Vrabel's going to walk in here in No, you can't start. Hat. Here's what you can't do. You can't oh, you gotta start. you got to say three, three words. No, no. You just can't start at the beginning of your take. You cannot start with the actual person you're talking right. about. You have to be like, electricians. <laughs> they go into a house with a task and they'll do anything they got to do to complete that task. Mike Vrabel is an electrician. <laughs> Let me tell you why. His dick is a plug. And here's why. Here's why. Stay with me. Uh, what did we, what was the Colin Coward joke we made that was really, that was the thing, I called him some, Stalin Coward. There it is. I found it. I found it. Uh, yeah, so I guess earlier in the season or before the season, before the season, Mike Vrabel went on uh, Taylor Lewan's podcast mm-hmm. and bussing with the boys. There's too many podcasts. And um, she said on her podcast, and uh, he said, 
that he would cut off his penis. Oh, well, he was asked right. if he would cut off his penis in exchange for a Super Bowl win as a head coach. And he said, quote, been married 20 years. Yeah, probably. You guys will be married for 20 years one day. You won't need it. Wow. Which, yikes. What an electrician. That Friggin' guy. yikes. Electric factory. Uh, sometimes the plug doesn't fit Shocking. the outlet. Shocking. Shocking for sure. Shocking. Lights out, that coach. He's just lights out. Uh, so that's why people are now saying that because he said – did Mike Vrabel cut his dick off? I'm just going to ask Not the question. Yeah. I don't gotta, think he has. Yeah, he's got to win no. the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, would you cut your dick off for a Super Bowl win? You don't sell your soul to the devil after you win it. Mm-hmm. So you sell your soul to the devil. Oh, that's interesting. And then you get to go win it. So oh, did does Mike Vrabel currently have a penis? This is a sports question. You don't have to edit this. <laughs> this is a sports question. Yeah. Like, I know people are going to be like, you can't say that. It A, he's a coach, not an athlete. I know he's a former athlete. It gets a little murky. B, it, he said it. This huh. is the investigative questions that need to be asked. Is Mike Vrabel a Ken doll down there? I'm going to say no. I think he is. You think yes? Yeah. Well, why? Because he, the team should not be this good. Mm. Nate Bargetsy does not get to be this happy with the outcome of this football So team. you think that the Titans are going to beat the Chiefs? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. But if they do, that's what I'll say. If they do, mm-hmm. we got to get a dick check on Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Pre-game. We need a Someone's pre-game Someone's got to go check. for a quick – and it should be – got to get consent. That's important. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I think we I think we hit the shower. I don't know. I think it's got to be – probably got to be a man so that it doesn't get misconstrued and weird. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to check on that D, and it can't be his <laughs> wife. can't be his wife because – that would be suspicious. They've been married for 20 years right. and he she he has said she doesn't if look for it. If she was suddenly it. interested, he would know something's up. Right. You'd be like, what? Why? Since when do you want to see it? I thought you didn't ever want to see it again. That's why I cut it off. Then he would just spiral and then they would lose the Super Bowl. It's actually not a bad, it's not a bad plan. Uh, all right. I don't think he's got a, I don't think he has a wiener. So you think he's coming in with the, the NDE? Yeah. The no, or, the no dick or energy. big dickless energy. Mm. He's coming the, in with CD, with chopped KDE, Kendall energy. <laughs> nice. That's what we're, nice. that's what he's bringing. KDE. <laughs> that's a laugh. That's a cackle. <laughs> oh, sorry. There was another game. This is the one I probably watched the most of because what the hell, man? What a game. The Chiefs beat the Texans 51-31, which if you just watched the first quarter, you might not have known. But if you watched every other quarter, you knew. <laughs> there was, um remembering this off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure this was the highest scoring first half of a playoff game in the Super Bowl era. I feel like, yeah. And nuts. You could find any stat and be like, this was the blank game of the, and it was like, yes, this all of the 24 yes. nothing. the Chiefs were trailing in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they scored, I want to say, like 50 unanswered or like 51. Were they all 50, unanswered? And then they got the final. Yeah. At some, whatever, however that got. I don't remember when the seven came. But no, they, it couldn't be 51 to seven. Oh, yeah, you mean like once they, total. Like that's this total. The, okay. Starting in the second I get quarter. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah it was bad. Or it was good, a mess. Depending on who you're yeah, a fan of. I guess, but, uh, it was crazy. Mahomes had five touchdowns, 23 for 35 for three, for 321. Uh, and Kelsey at the beginning of the game just kept dropping, dropping, dropping. And as soon as I said in a text message, I texted my boyfriend, I was, cause he couldn't watch and I was like, oh my God, Kelsey looks like he doesn't know how to catch a ball. As soon as I said that, caught a touchdown. Five seconds later, caught another touchdown. Mm. I was like, what? Okay. Guess he turned it around. <laughs> he remembered uh, how to catch. Yeah. 
Made me look like a dumb dumb. Well, I think it was probably because that superstitious fan left the game. Charles Penn. Charles Penn. Shout out to him because look, people say superstitions are dumb. Mm-hmm. But then things like this happen. Yep. Charles Penn, for anyone who doesn't know, I guess if you're living under a rock, he tweeted a video of himself leaving Arrowhead when the Chiefs uh, were down 21 nothing in the first quarter. He had only ever seen the Chiefs lose in person, so he was convinced he was the problem. And if you think that sounds selfish and crazy, may I remind you, <laughs> when I went to go see Liverpool play against Tottenham in a game that wasn't supposed to matter because Liverpool was doing so well, and then all of a sudden they kind of fell off after Christmas and they started to do poorly— when I went to see them, I covered my eyes with a scarf. <laughs> it was the end of the game. Uh, we only had this was our last chance to win. It was tied. Was it one one or one, no? One. Yeah. So I covered my eyes when uh, when Trent went to take a corner, <laughs> and my now ex boyfriend was there, and he was like, "What are you doing? Watch, watch!" And I said, "It is." It will be a better – I will remember this game better if I don't see what's about to happen live and it goes the way we want. I would rather that. So I covered my eyes at a game that I <laughs> – my first time ever there. Covered my eyes. And Mo scored. It was technically later ruled an own goal, but Mo scored. <laughs> and we won. And it was just this moment that I was like, I don't – I didn't need to see it. I can watch the highlights all night long. Mm-hmm. That's it was right in front of me. It was I mean, we were high up, but it was like on the net that was in front of me. But I knew I'm like, this is what they need for me right now. Yep. Remember, I asked Jurgen, what do you how can I help? <laughs> and he was like, just need you to believe. So I closed my eyes, hid behind my scarf. I believed they scored. So it's real validation. It's just a thing that you like partially you're doing it because you'll feel like if you don't leave and they lose, you'll never know if had you left. Right. They could have won. Mm-hmm. So he left. They won. He spent uh, $258 on the ticket, which actually seems kind of cheap yeah. for a playoff Hello. game. Knowing somebody who went – my boyfriend went to the 49ers game last weekend. He paid more than that. A well, lot. A <laughs> lot fucking more than there's that. There's a few more tech billionaires in San Francisco than in I guess, Kansas City. I guess. A few. But I saw 258 and I was like, <clears throat> why didn't you look for a deal? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he ate the cost of that, but I believe I saw – that he since has been basically oh, yeah. reimbursed. All Chiefs fans are like sending money constantly to his cash app, which is a thing, and Venmo. Why do we do this? And so he's made more than made up Why do we for do the this? money. And then on top of that. There are, so um, you're going to reach a point where it's like there are other people who need that money. Yeah, I know. But the Chiefs fans are just it's whatever. Crazy. It's crazy. So they asked Mahomes about it in the press conference. And they're like, oh, what would you say to that fan who left the game, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, watch the next one at home. <laughs> and so I guess Head & Shoulders, who sponsors Mahomes, reached out to Charles Penn. And they're like, hey, we're going to hook you up with this huge watch party at your house. In your house. So really, he did the best thing for his team, and now it is paying dividends. Yeah. L- like actual financial dividends. Yes. He's, he's diversifying his portfolio. Yeah, yeah I saw great, him on TV. Great, like, look at you. I can't story. even get on SportsCenter. Look at you. <laughs> um, so ne- this is going to lead to this upcoming weekend. Titans at Chiefs. Spread is also home team minus seven and a half. That's a lot. Yeah. Um Here's a crazy thing. If the Chiefs win on Sunday, it's going to be 50 years between their Super Bowl appearances, which is the longest time between appearances in NFL history. It's not the longest drought. Uh, the Cardinals have that 72-year drought. The Lions, 62 years. Titans, 58 years. But between 
Super Bowls. Oh, so they were they had gone and lost in yes. the interim. Yeah, got it. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, fifty years between bowls. I don't think it's they've gone and lost in the interim. I think it's no the the that would have to explain how the drought. It's that they no that if they went back, like the drought of the of the Cardinals is seventy two years because they haven't been back. It would be the long that they would be the longest between team between appearances, but they haven't had a second. It's there's no second half of the Oreo. It's just Got cookie it. cream. Got it. And there's no other cookie. Okay. If the Chiefs go, it would be the longest between appearances. The other ones haven't made it back yet, which is why I don't understand the Titans would also be. No, I don't. Th- I don't think that's right. I think it's. And again, this isn't that interesting, but whatever. Like the Cardinals won in 1947. They've been back since. They just didn't win. So that's what the drought is. The droughts in between wins. Um, Whereas the Chiefs longest time between, between appearances. appearances. Yeah, I had it backwards. I thought you were saying the Chiefs had been back, and I was like, no, they haven't. Yeah. And this has been numbers with Katie <laughs> and Ashley. That's we try to do real sports. We did it. Um, pretty crazy. Good for them. Who's going to win? Chiefs. I hope so. They were my pick. I'm taking the Titans. Of course you Because are. you want well, Mike Vrabel not to have a dick. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah. I got, he's got that KDE and somebody's going to go find out about it. Is it weird that I want Andy Reid to win a Super Bowl just because he used to coach the Eagles and I feel fondness for him? No. Didn't you work there when he was there? I did. Yeah. He was great. He's a lovely man. Yeah, that's fine. I interviewed him and he was wonderful. Yeah. He was really sweet. I really like him. He gives you a little bit. I think he does a thing in his press conferences that I really like. He just like makes eye contact. I think he says the person's name, answers a question and then said, was that good? Or like, he'll act, like he's just very good. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy him. So football. Mm-hmm. While we're on the topic of football, we should talk about Luke Keekley, who retired, uh, at the age of 28. Um, go look it up. There's a video tweeted out by the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sad. Yeah. Lots of crying. Uh, what year was the, was the cry? Is that 2016, 2015? Um, when Luke Keekley got that oh, yeah, hit oh. and we all saw and we, it, that changed everyone. It changed the way we watched Luke Keekley. Not that he wasn't just as talented. It was that we just were scared. Mm-hmm. It was just like, please yeah. don't hurt him. It right. was so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. 2016. Cause normally you'll see like an ACL tear or something and you're like, oh, that person's sobbing because they know their season's over. Right. And with Luke, it just felt like that person's sobbing because I think they've realized the thing they love more than anything, football, is not a good idea for them for yeah. much longer. Yeah. And so uh, he basically said, I still want to play. I don't think it's the right decision. I thought about it for a long time. Now's an opportunity to step away uh, with what's going on here. Um, basically, he talked about the way the game has changed and how he just can't play it the way he would need to to keep up with it. It's such a bummer. Yeah. And it's a conversation we've been having since 2014 when Chris Borland from the 49ers retired after his rookie year. Had a great season and then was like, you know what? This is too risky and I don't think I'm going to do it. And since then, we've seen Calvin Johnson leave when he was 30, Patrick Willis, 30, Cam Chancellor, 30, Doug Baldwin, 30, Andrew Luck, 29, Gronk, 29, now Keekley, 28. A lot of people leaving the game early. Now, let's not paint them all with the same brush. They are not all... Concussion related. I've seen a lot of people talking about head injuries in this story. And with Luke, that makes sense. But like uh, luck was that he his, he couldn't do the wear and tear anymore on his body, which is vague. Um, Calvin Johnson, I think, was like ankle, foot or ankle. Or maybe that was Patrick Willis who was like, my feet are what made me me and I can't right. do it anymore. Uh, so they're all different. But I mean, it is interesting just seeing – 
the players now be in this position across all leagues. We've been talking this year a lot about player empowerment and what that means for each league and whatever. And in the NFL, it's sort of like we're at this place now where with these contracts, they can make more money faster than they used to be able to. And I think that that a lot more players, I mean, Marshawn said it last week, like check your mentals. Is it check your mentals? Keep your mentals? Keep your mentals. Keep your chicken. Is it keep? Marshawn. Watch? Look out for your mental. I think it's why. Mentals. Right now. Mentals. Take care. Bodies. Take care of your mentals. Take care of your bodies. Take care of your chicken. And we're seeing players do that. Um, because on that list of people that I just said that retired early, not on there are the ones who didn't retire early, but had to leave because they got devastatingly injured. Right. Like in 2017 or 2015, Ryan Shazier. I think it was 2017. Yeah. He was 25 years old. He has not officially retired. I actually was Googling him to try to find out what year it was today. And it was like, Ryan Shazier, if going, if he's going to return, won't be till 2020. I'm like, what are, what are we doing? Yeah. But I think these guys are now weighing their options more so than ever before. Players before were like, you play till you can't. And even then sometimes you keep playing because mm-hmm. you're a football player. It's what you do. And now there's like a, well, let me talk to my team. Let me decide what I think. You know, with Gronk, especially we saw there was like, there's other opportunities for him out there that he could try and go do. If it's the right decision or not, you won't know until you do it. Right. But we are seeing a lot more players stop and think before continuing to, I mean, the game has always been brutal. I think we see it more now, different camera angles, more slow-mo, higher tech, more access to the players where we feel like we know them more. You know, you're like, you can read their tweets, you can follow them, you feel like you understand them as people. We have more access to their emotions than we did before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is just where we're at now. And I haven't seen that many people mad, which is good. Cause God, you never know. <laughs> Sports fans are like, what do you mean you're quitting on your team? What? But Levitard, uh, brought up a great point today on, uh, on Highly Questionable where he was like, it's so, it is a lot of people. These names we're talking about are people who we've always said, like, are defined by football. They're the people who lo- – like Andrew Luck, like football, all football, everything, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. Like Cam Chancellor, these are people who – football. I think that's like – that's a part – a hard part of it that people don't often talk about. Like you look at the – well, they really love the game. So they want to keep playing or they really, you know, need the money. So they want to keep playing or they're afraid for their health slash, you know, long term repercussions. So they want to stop playing. But I think as an athlete, and I obviously can speak to this because I was a division one college athlete when I quit the I meant that jokingly, but you guys didn't even laugh. Like I would never laugh. It's very important. When I quit the soccer team, there was a real crisis of identity because Growing up, when you have particularly one sport that you're exceptional at, let's be honest, like <laughs> oh, that one was no, serious. No, thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, I'm taking this all. That's seriously. what. That's how you define that's yourself. First. Your whole life is wrapped up in like, oh, I'm a soccer player. Yeah. I'm a football player. Yeah. That's me. That's my relationships. That's how I spend my free time. Like maybe you have some other hobbies, but like someone mentioned, not to cut you off. I want you to keep going, but someone from the, I think it was the Athletic. Again, names. Whoop. 
said they were interviewing Luke Keekley and they kept trying to bring up other things like they do in profile pieces of like, how do you feel about this? Is, do you like any movies? Are you the, and he just kept bringing it back to, he's just, I just want to talk about, I love football. Yeah. Every, even when they tried to talk about other shit, that's all he wanted to talk about. So part of like what makes that announcement so heart wrenching is like, He's going away from this thing that he loves and he has to completely redefine who he is yeah. to himself and like to the world. Like, who are you now if you're not a football player? And I'm not saying that's all he has to offer. That's just like what you think. Yeah. Like if this thing isn't a part of my life and it has been the thing in my life for tens of years, which it's it's a lot. It's really hard. And like, I don't know. I just hope that they support each other as they try to figure that out. Because it sucks. I recommend staying busy. I talked to Chris Long about it this weekend. Yeah. So we hung out for a little to do a thing that hopefully will be on our Facebook. You'll be able to see it later. He was, he's great. He's been out of the league for a year now. And he was like, I was like, how's it been for you, this experience? And he said, well, I, uh, I stayed busy. Like I booked all these different things. I've been doing this and this and this. He's like, to the point where it's too much. I got to scale back. I got yeah. a next season. I'm going to take a couple of things off my plate. It's like, what I didn't want was to get out of the league and sit around and be like, Oh no, I miss it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I knew I had to fill myself up with other stuff so that I could, you know, still experience football, but in a different way, basically. That's really smart. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like we, we aren't that far removed from the 30 for 30 broke about how all athletes, as soon as they stop playing, they go absolutely broke because they don't know how to manage their money and they don't know what they're doing and they're not planning for the future. And I'm not saying that's we're eradicated of that. I still think that exists, but I, you do see players being more smart about these types of things. Like I don't know, I don't know if it lasted until he retired Gronk, but I know that he during his career only touched his like sponsorship money. He right. didn't touch any of his salary NFL money. Paycheck, yeah. yeah, and like that, it's just you're seeing. I'm. I feel not encouraged by the fact that a player in his prime has to retire early because he's afraid of head injuries, but I am encouraged in the sense that like. They're managing their money. They're thinking about their future and they're hopefully planning for a life outside of football instead of living their life so fast and loose during football that then we get tragic stories later down the down the mm-hmm. road. Because mm-hmm. the game will chew you up and spit you out. It won't care. Yeah. So shout out Luke Keekley. He's great. I'm just remembering. Remember the first time you saw his name and yeah. you're like, well, how the fuck am I going to do that? <laughs> Yeah, and but now then immediately just, everyone yeah. is like, we know that guy's name because yeah. he's so good. It really does speak to how great he is that Quetchley is now not a thing I think anybody would <laughs> ever would say. Nobody would ever say it. Oh, ah, oh, we had a producer. I'm trying to remember who it was. It, it, in my brain is you because it's whoever the you of garbage time was. But someone was like, uh, Luke Quetchley. And I was like, you're, you have to go. You have to go. <laughs> in your now. brain, it's me because I'm the person who would say the name wrong. Yeah. Cause you okay. wouldn't, you're the person who would pretend they knew who that was when they didn't. Yeah. That sounds good. It's fa- is it fair? Chris yeah. Long this weekend said something to you that was like, oh, remember he had said to me, I think I know that guy. I'm like, who is it? He goes, you wouldn't know him. He, he played like a year in the league. He, I knew him from college. And then he said whatever. And then he turns to Jay and he goes, it's uh, remember blank and said <gasps> his name. And Jay goes, oh, yeah, I do. And I went, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. And Jay was like. Wow, that's that is not cool by Chris Long. Uh, I think he was trying to turn to. I think again, uh, dude. I think, no, I think he thought it was PG, and I had said PG would know. I said he would know if anyone of us uh, is going to well, know an do, obscure college. They do look very and they're, they're twinsies. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to talk about Tom Brady moving. 
But I will say, if he's reportedly left Massachusetts and moved to Greenwich, Connecticut, tell me who the Greenwich, Connecticut football team is. I mean, it's close to New York. It's the New England Patriots. The Connecticut's Hartford the New Whalers. England. That's a hockey team. It's no longer around. Correct. That's true. Greenwich is very close to New York. What's, is Connecticut in the tri-state area? I'm just, if you're... Or is Connecticut New England? So you're not worried? Nope. Okay. Connecticut is in the tri-state area. I thought it was New Jersey, New York. Connecticut. Is it in both? No. It's New Jersey, New York, Connecticut is the tri-state area. It is right. I'm I'm wrong about a lot of things and names of football players that Chris Long said to me that I have don't know, but the tri-state area. Thank you for admitting it. I appreciate you. There really was nothing else you could do in that situation except like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Such as the tri-state area of New New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Now look up New England. Uh, New England. Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut. And Connecticut. So Connecticut. It doesn't get to be in both. <laughs> well, I th- But also they're not the tri-state Giants or the tri-state Jets. No. So they, Technically famously. they both play in New Jersey. Right, but they're not the tri-state. They're like, we are literally the New England Patriots. Oh, this is interesting. Let's go. I don't know if this is true, but. Let's read it off the internet. At least on this random website. The tri-state area is anywhere where a population center is spread out over three states. So it could be like yeah, okay. Boston is like okay. Massachusetts, That's New not Hampshire, a thing. Rhode That's Island. Not, but when people say the tri-state area. They're referring so to like, New York, New Jersey, So I thought the tri-state area for me growing up was Pennsylvania, Jersey, and Delaware. Oh. So I don't know if like, – I was talking about New York tri-state. I thought yeah. that was – good. you're right. That's fair, I guess. Um, either way, I'm not wrong. Connecticut <laughs> still in New England. Yeah. So yeah. Also, Tom Brady has an apartment in New York. He always has. Like it, it's just chill. Okay. Everybody chill. Okay. If anything, he's going to retire. He's not leaving the Patriots. He's not going to play somewhere else. Yeah, next it year. seems unlikely to me. Well, Jay, that now that he said that, now I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> but I do appreciate you stepping on me saying that, so nobody can cut it and use it. Um, Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Oh, wait, no. Eagles All or Nothing comes well, out on Amazon Prime, yeah, February 7th. I, I watched that Spoiler show. alert. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> that was kind of my, kind of my question was like, God, I'm going to watch it because it's my team. But like, how's maybe you learn something. Feel? Well, I think that it's, those are pretty well produced. Yeah. I believe that's NFL films, isn't it? I think so. I think it is. And they crush. Yeah. Um, you're not going to learn anything bad because, again, it's NFL films. Mm. It's a marketing arm of the league. Don't forget that when you watch Hard Knocks, That's folks. Right. I do feel like if I if they were both out right now, I'd watch Aaron Hernandez first. Uh, I just got a Netflix notification. It is out. It's out. No, I know. but Oh, you can't watch All or Nothing yet. Yeah. I've uh, So I listened to that Aaron Hernandez podcast. I wonder if it's worth watching also. the. I mean, I'll do it. But I, there was a podcast about Aaron Hernandez. I forget what it's called. It might have been Gladiator. It was one of a bunch of ones about NFL players that murdered or allegedly murdered um, came out. So I might be getting it confused with the one about what's-his-face, mm-hmm. uh, Carew. But I think I'll Gladiator. watch it. That was the Hernandez. Movie. It was? Yeah. Okay. Boston Globe. Yeah. It was good and interesting. And you learned a lot like about his upbringing and why not, you know, excuses – as Colin Coward would have said. Um, Death, but he just taxes <laughs> excuses. Murder. Uh, no, but he, he you learn it's interesting. Oh look, new arrival for ne- literally now. Wow. New arrival for Katie, killer inside the mind of Aaron Hernandez. It's been trending on Twitter all day. People are like, this is insane. Really? Yeah. Interesting. What did I just watch? Oh, I watched the first episode of The Circle. 
Oh, I heard it was like so bad. It's great. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was trying to fall asleep. I'm way behind. I'm still getting caught up on the, the Jeopardy greatest of all time. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm on episode cause they do two games per episode. They're hour long episodes and I'm watching with my boyfriend and we've both been away. So like we're slowly trudging through and then they showed a clip on highly questionable today and I was like, no spoilers. <laughs> and Dan was like, you weirdo. It's Jeopardy. I'm like, no, yeah, I can't. Um, so. That's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. What are you watching? This is a new segment called What Are You Watching? I what watching are you watching? The Bachelor. Oh, well, you'll hear about it later. In just a second, actually, mm-hmm. after the break. Jay, what are you watching? Uh, I caught up on The Good Place last night, and it is great. Too busy to watch the Ravens game. <laughs> Guys. Catherine, I feel like you set him up. You just. I did. You started. Did. What are you watching? Well, just he could have so said, I'm watching The Good up. Place, but I've been so busy. Like I said, I haven't had a second. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, Jay. I get it. Uh, We're different. We're allowed to be different. You know, it's not like you're you're Jay and I'm PG. We're not the exact same. More news in a second, including your Bachelor update, doodly-doo. But today's podcast is also brought to you by Quip. So, Ashley, dare I ask, roll the dice. Roll the dice. How are we telling the people about Quip? All right. Let's roll the dice. Do you want me to do it as as E40? Uh, There's a really good sound drop, roll the dice. I'm going to find it for next week. Uh, What were you going to say? Reba McIntyre. Ha! She's like a high up southern. That seems good, right? I'm trying to remember her name. Her name so, is Re- I mean, her, sorry, her. I meant her. <laughs> all right, guys. I meant her voice. Does she sort of have like a little bit of a lisp situation with her yeah, teeth? That sounds good. That sounds good. I, mean, I used to watch Reba religiously. Did you? Yeah. Whatever happened to that blonde woman? Oh, the young, not the not her friend or her husband's new wife, but her daughter. She was so pretty. Anyway, I'll Google it later. All right. So anyway, Reba is going to be doing. Oh, not just Reba. Nope. Cheyenne. What's Cheyenne, her name? yeah. But Slam not a real poetry. One. As she is wont to do. Yeah, famously. <laughs> Quip. <laughs> Makers of the Quip electric toothbrush. <laughs> Wants you to know the one single <laughs> discovery <laughs> that matters most for your dental care. It is simply this, that if you have good habits, you are good. That means brushing for two minutes, twice a day, and flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use. Quip makes that simple, starting with an electric tooth. Brush. It's hard to do both. <laughs> it's hard to do both. <laughs> Refill. A, I. You know what I'm doing when I do this? I'm doing so. I'm. I'm doing so. I married an axe murderer. Oh. oh yeah. I need to get refillable you a, get you a, floss. Get your big coffee cup. And <laughs> anti-cavity toothpaste. Quips electric brush has sensitive sonic <laughs> vibrations. Vibrations. Okay. She's a singer. You're right. Just like me. <laughs> With a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. Is she a robot? She is doing <laughs> her best. <laughs> and she's brushing the rest. Oh. She's Reba. She's from the show Reba. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Use Quip, don't be lazy. Oh, wow. 
the Quip Floss Dispenser <laughs> comes with pre-marked string that you can censor oh. to help you use just enough, not too much. <laughs> Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door. And so much more. Oh, oh wait. Every three months with free shipping. So your dental hygiene won't be slipping. And your routine is always right. You should brush before you go to sleep at night. Join over three million healthy mouths. And get Quip today, <laughs> starting at $25. Oh, hey. <laughs> Listen to what Reba say God. if you want to slay. And if you go, <laughs> and if you go to getquip.com slash Nolan right now, you'll get your first refill for free. From me, R-E-B-A. That's your first refill free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Reba. Nolan. It's Nolan. It's actually Nolan. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Nolan. Quip. It's the Good Habits Company, y'all. Y'all. It's Good Habits Company, y'all. Well, that was and weird wow, okay that uh, took so many. and now that oh. there's three of you left let's head on over to ashley for your bachelor update doodly doo hi hi I'm Ash- hi hi i'm ashley fayvan <laughs> here with your bachelor update oh my god uh, so it was wow sorry go okay ahead. what an episode let's dive in let's what First. happens with hannah b okay can i say <laughs> yes you may the commercial where they said where they were teasing for this episode and it was like, are things going to? And then the screen in full graphic said, Peter out. Oh, boy. I didn't see and that. And the O was the <laughs> ring from The Bachelor. And it was just too many puns in one. And I was just like, I can't. And it was the question on everyone's mind. And it showed Hannah B hugging him in that weird way where she's like kind of sitting on the couch. And every time it said the question on everyone's mind, I said, who hugs like that? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So things start right where they, where they left off. Hannah B and Peter having this conversation about their relationship. Way too close to each other's faces. So at some point, she's like, I just want to give you a hug and climbs into his lap and is sitting on his lap. And I'm like, that's not how people hug. That's what I'm saying. They hugged at The question on everyone's minds. At one point, she like grabbed him and held him and his face was like right in her boobs. Maybe he's a big boob guy. What's happening? Maybe he's a motorboat and son of a bitch. When he he came away, he had like glitter from her dress on his face. I'm like, you can't go back out there You can't go out there like cleanup champ. Seriously, sir. Out there, kid. So basically, how that resolves is that he says to her, "You never, you said no to me. I never said no to you." And they're like so uh-huh. close together. I was literally stare, like screaming yeah. at them, like "Make out!" I screamed at him at my television. So he was like, "Can you stop our kids? Can you sleep? stop?" Yeah, but they didn't. Um, thought they were going to for a while. They didn't. And finally, like in that, like tense tense moment they're just staring at each other he goes i can't do this hey so, petered out 
he petered right out. And Ugh, then he petered gross. out the door. And he petered his way back over. Because he's looking for his co-pilot. Exactly. Right. He said, I want somebody who wants me as much as I want them. I want someone who's here for the right reasons. That's right. And her reasons were Unclear. wrong. She was Very like, wrong. I don't know how much of this is like me just wondering. I just want to be on TV again. I think she's just lonely. I don't want to She's like, I liked her. Probably made a mistake. But yeah. is it like I'm jealous or I don't know. So in any case, she gone for now. Oh, boy. For now. And he goes back out to the other women covered in glitter, admits Jesus. to the confessional that he wanted to kiss her. Oh. But he just goes out and he's like, yeah, I have to cancel this date. I'm not in the right headspace for it. So the one date we all celebrated that we were going to finally learn something about the women because they were going to share one woman shows about their se- a sexual experience. He canceled. He canceled. We praised the show for finally a date where we would actually learn something useful about these women. Yep. And he canceled it because he had he had glitter on his face. Right. From burying his mug in some boobies. That's correct. Burying his mug in some milk. He he did mm-hmm. a, a Mike Vrabel. He nipped that right in the Peter. He sure did. He, <laughs> he petered right, right out. Petered right out. So they cancel the date and everyone's mad. But they still have the cocktail party. Um, of course, because nothing can be gleaned about anyone from that. That's right. That's right. And Always they, in the right headspace for a cocktail party. They talk and yada, yada, yada. Nothing too crazy happened. Really, the the meat of this episode came from Mike Frabel's pants. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Came from Champagne Gate. Ah, let me walk you through this. Please do, because I just so confused. Kelsey, who is a contestant that none of us have, great. Um, brought a just surprising because we have all of them. We do. We <laughs> drafted five each. So. <laughs> Brought a bottle of champagne with her from home that was given to her on her birthday, I guess, over a year ago. And she was waiting to open it. What? For a special occasion. So okay. she she was going to open it opening night with Peter. Why? She didn't get time with him. Why would anyone BYOB? Great question. To the to a production. I Because, you know, people she are trying to find her, ways like, to She needed her, like, little secret thing. That this was, was, yeah, why would anyone BYO support Cal? Right. It's all Correct. good questions. So she brings it. She's like sets up this. She's like, I didn't have enough time with him to do it on the first night, so I'm going to do it now. She's so excited. Kelsey she's, is Kelsey. Okay. She like like Travis. She sets up some <laughs> candles and the champagne, and then she like goes to get him. And in this time, McKenna, who you can't just do that, can you? You can't just make your own date. The whole point of the show is hoping he picks you for a date. She just made. She set up a date for well, the she two set of them. Up like a little like you got to cheat to win. We know that. You gotta cheat at the well, bachelor. No, what is I that? Mean, what is that you're like, doing there? People are like, oh, I set up this putt putt golf course with a windmill, a windmill for you. Like, people yeah, do that, that night, all the time. that yeah, first no, night. No, so, no, they. I think they do it at other. No, nights. they don't. Just huh. that first night. It's just get time with him. It's a free for all, and then from then on, I'm pretty sure it's just. No, I you think they pull the them aside for stuff. <laughs> okay, fine. This, this, <laughs> like this was not. No, actually, I know this was not out of place. So McKenna, my pick. Yeah. Um, was offering something with him right. that we don't know about, but she comes back with like maple syrup and like something else in and her And they hands. just don't they explain don't, it. They don't what reference is it. happening this All season? All we know is that Kelsey is pissed at McKenna for stealing her time. And instead of just going to then get Peter, yeah. spells her, spends her time yelling at McKenna, at which point Useless. Hannah Ann, oh, who boy. is Jay's lady, yeah. one goes pick. off with Peter to okay. have her time. Well, whatever. And this is really – this is a situation where the producers – It's like a parent-teacher conference. The producers really put her in a place. That's what they do. They, Remember the season they made it look like that girl murdered her ex-boyfriend? They have not – they go crazy, <laughs> but they have not gone as crazy as that. So – 
I'm sure they told that. Hannah Ann like she was wearing a champagne colored dress. Oh and so boy! She's like oh, champagne dress, champagne for us. She, I, they she had a took. She took Kelsey champagne. So I really don't think she knew it was. She Kelsey's. couldn't have known. They had another champagne set up that I'm sure they were just like, oh, there's champagne for you over there. Wow. So Kelsey's talking to all the girls about how pissed she is at McKenna and how she can't wait for her champagne, and then you just hear a pop. That's absolutely and in post. all the faces are like. <gasps> And she goes storming over and Hannah Ann is there with Peter at the little fireplace with the bottle of champagne. And Tell she me she just got a goes, drink thrown in her face. Excuse me? And then runs off sobbing. What? Aww. Why? So why she, can't she just say, hey, that was mine. Can you get up? She, These girls all want time with him. But then when they're confronted with the ability to spend time with him, they run off and they cry to each other. She cries in the bathroom. Peter comes to see if she's okay. And they're like, do you want to see Peter? And she's like, no. That was what you're crying. That's literally what you're crying about is that you wanted to see Peter. She was like, I brought that champagne all the way from Des Moines. Well, known for its champagne. Known for its champagne. Yeah. So after she settles down a little bit, Hannah's like, I had no idea that was hers. Why is she freaking out? I don't know. So then. Peter pulls her aside and he's like, hey. Peter pulls a peck of pickle he, peppers. He pulls his Peter. <laughs> nope. Ashley, nope. why'd Sorry. you do that? So <laughs> he pulls her aside to try to make it up for her, to her. And they're like, okay, here's this other champagne. And like, as they're talking, Kelsey like knocks it over accidentally. And they're Jesus. like, oh, here's the second champagne. We'll open this bottle together. Somebody said It'll it was Andre. Fine. Was it literally Andre or was that just a funny joke? I. Cause if they replaced her Des Moines gold star champagne with Andre, I don't it's rude. The top of Rude. Apologies. It's fine. So he's like, we'll open Just this one together. And she's like, okay, ha, ha, ha. And so they're like- This is what I saw. They sit down. This is- They open the champagne and he's like, do you want glasses or do you want to drink straight from the bottle? And she's like, we can drink straight from the bottle. I'm not always a classy bitch. Which nobody does, by the way. Nobody- that's not a drink you drink right. from the bottle. Right. For she, this reason. So she goes to drink it and it just- Explodes s- on her face. Explodes. Don't feel bad about saying explodes on her face and that wasn't what was happening. You were everywhere. 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 And it was the sweetest, most It was so mean incredible funny. Incredible moment. It's so funny. Oh, it was great. It was so great. It's like, you know, when you uh, have a full beer, full bottle of beer, and someone comes over and smashes the top of your bottle with your, the bottom yeah. of their bottle, and then it just overflows. And then sometimes that exact same effect happens when you just take a sip, I guess, too fast from a bottle of beer, and it just spills out the top, and you feel like a dummy. It was that times a thousand. Yep. It, like, On got air. TV. It, like, went up into it, her like, face. It, like, got in between, like, her It went in her nostrils. It got like, up she there. definitely had to blow her nose. Oh, man. It was incredible. So that happened, oh, which was boy. fantastic. So great. But then I guess, like... Obviously, afterwards, she had to con- like confront Hannah Ann, which I will say Hannah Ann like approached her to apologize to be like, hey, I had no idea. And Kelsey just unloaded on Hannah Ann and called her a pretty princess and said, oh, she called both of them snakes. She's like, they're snaky. They're snakes. And snakes are my least favorite animal. And you're like, okay. do, do you remember what Kelsey was about? Do you remember our notes on Kelsey from the first episode? We didn't. I don't think we had any. Oh, I had notes on all of them, but I think I threw them all away. She was a... Uh- she was the one who actually has a bachelor really notebook, into, just an entire notebook it for it. It's not just the bachelor. It Most feels of like it, it might is. be. Yeah. Um, I read that the bottle that she brought from Dwin was, in fact, Andre. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Representing for all of us. Oh, Kelsey, I gave her stars for the worst impression rose. I wrote, she's 28. She's a prof- she's the professional clothier. Oh, that's her? Yep. She yes. uh, wore a black dress. She tells Peter that she thinks Hannah made a mistake. And all I wrote was, will not last. Bawling to producers during rose ceremony. Yeah. Desperate. That's a perfect assessment. 
Would so you look at that? She yells at Hannah Ann, and Hannah Ann responds like, like she took like a crucial conversations class and is trying to like de-escalate What's this crucial situation? conversation. Oh, it's like a, it's a leadership thing that I, there's more sports coming up just after this. I promise it's not the entire second half is not the bachelor. We do have more sports. We are going to talk about Alex Cora. Calm down. Go ahead, Ashley. Sorry. Go ahead. So she just kept saying like, I acknowledge your feelings. I acknowledge your feelings, but like she didn't actually apologize. It was so awkward and incredible. And then there's a date where they like try on clothes and we go through Hannah Ann shines during this. She ends up winning. There's this weird thing with Victoria F., who I think is also yours, Jay. Yep. Yeah. So she says that that's she's That's the like, hot girl who just realized that yeah, she might not the be the, only, the only hot person in Virginia Beach. Correct. That's right. She, no, the hottest person from Virginia Beach. Don't she be basically Excuse says, like, I, like, this date is her nightmare. They have to, like, do a fashion show, They have to be ugly. <laughs> they have to do a fashion show. And she's like, I'm so meek and, like, shy and, no. like, mama, mama. And then her mama. turn to, like, walk down the aisle. Hannah Ann walked down in a wedding dress. So... Wow, yeah, that was really thirsty. Uh, Someone should get her some Victoria Andre. Victoria F comes out oh, no, in like so a, like black satin robe, and they're like, "Oh, that's so chic!" And then she opens it and is just wearing lingerie, and Hell then yeah, goes girl. over and makes out with Peter. And I'm Hell like, "Hell yeah!" You can't say you're meek and shy that, and like Peter. cry about how uncomfortable you are, and then walk out in underwear. Go big or go home. But like, right. you can be meek and just, shy and know you got to step up. So that's to that's, the streets. Apparently, people found it relatable. I didn't. I I like, people found it relatable. found it relatable? Three people on the internet. One person on the internet, <laughs> who I'm assuming is speaking for other people on the internet, <laughs> said what? I'm like, just, it, that it really do be like that sometimes. No, like if you're shy and you're trying to get the attention of a dude and other like bolder, flirtier women are like going after him more and you're like trying to find something to yeah. say to get in, mm. which I was like, I can see how people buy that. And then she comes out in underwear and makes out with them. I'm like, okay, never I can mind. totally relate when uh, like other girls show up wearing a wedding dress and you know you have to outdo them because guys love when women show up in wedding dresses and so you have to take your clothes off I, who can't relate she looked really good in the of course she did she's the hottest girl in virginia beach <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> so anyway hannah ann got the uh her boobs real we don't have but give me a blink twice if her boobs are real i don't know. never blink again if they're fake <laughs> okay good i'm glad we're on the same page go ahead <laughs> um Sydney, I think, ended up getting the first impression rose, but the the first, you mean just the, the first? Sorry, yeah. yeah, the date rose. Um, she's the not typical Alabama girl. Do we have her? No, nobody has Sydney. Um, you sounded so. But upset. then Hannah Ann was going off about how she was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to move forward. I'm going to put this behind me." Blah 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 blah. And then she goes to Peter, and she was Who's like, this? "Hannah Ann." Okay, she goes to Peter, and she's like, "Kelsey bullied me. I was crying all night. I felt bullied." What the f- and so then Peter what talks makes to Kelsey. Peter's gonna like Kelsey that. is like freaks out. She's like, I've been. Did she cry and run oh, away yeah. again? Kelsey God damn, so Kelsey, much. So get it Victoria together. F. It was a real mess. Stop crying so much. It was a lot. And Kelsey's like, you don't know what being bullied is. Like she took that word and made it into something else. I've been actually bullied. Blah blah blah. And he's like, I don't know who to believe. And you're like, all right, this is a mess. And that's kind of how it ended. Where's Alexa during all this? Just hiding? No, Alexa was Alexa was on the I think group date that got canceled. Ugh. So we didn't get a lot of time with a lot of our. Did picks. anybody get eliminated? Yeah. Who? Bad news for you. Oh no! <laughs> so two of your ladies. Got no, <laughs> the Boston girl. The Boston girl who's Peyton. Peyton, no. And uh, Courtney, who was the blonde with. The eyes he said was stunning. No! And then the other person who got eliminated was Lauren who wore like the cool pantsuit on the first night. She got eliminated. Those Lauren. were the only three. We, oh, Lauren, we said get out of there. You're too good for that. Yeah. 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 So she's out. Good. The rest of them are in. We didn't see like Kelly at all, which was a bummer. 
Uh, Which one's that? Oh, yeah, My yeah, first yeah. pick. Madison and he had a There was great no Kelly moment. filler is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> he and Madison had a really cute moment where he gave her a framed photo from like, who that is. that's your first pick. Of course. Madison was I know the one who, who got is. to go yeah, to yeah. the vow ceremony Madison even though she had never met. Madison was the one, can we talk about the Instagram thing? Oh, Yeah, yes. we got to. What? Yeah, okay, hold on. Wait, so that was your Bachelor update. Doodly doo. Great. So Madison, we're kind of still in it. This is your, hi, I'm Katie Nolan and this is an addendum to your Bachelor update. Hi. I'm not, I'm busy. Please don't interrupt me uh we so madison commented on a picture that madison posted correct and said we love you madison you're so genuine and real whoops she definitely meant to post from her burner account yep and it was her actual account commenting on a post from her actual account yep there's really no there's no other explanation for that you did not get hacked unless unless i'm just trying to benefit of the doubt Unless because they are on like a, um, they're like very watched and they're not allowed to post that much stuff. Unless she has now like a team or they had to turn over their social media passwords and someone somewhere, intern or hire, has two accounts on their phone, but it's not her. It's like I have Madison's account and my personal account and I meant to post that I love Madison and I accidentally was logged in as Madison. Mm. I have a Finsta. Because if you watch people, I guess I think a Finsta is where you actually post stuff. I just have an Instagram so that I can look at people's Instagram stories that I don't want to know. I'm looking at their Instagram stories. Yes. Oh, I want one of those. Yeah, I was single. I was single for a couple months. I needed to have a burner. The burner. (laughs) Um, and now I just still have it. Here's the thing. Uh, it's it's more it's easier than you think to accidentally stay logged in as your other one. Well, yeah, Kevin Durant taught us that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, but I think that like. The fact that it was her account. It's definitely You would her. just, she's gotta be a dummy. You gotta be real dumb to not double, triple, quadruple check before you, cause that's, you're going in with the express purpose of commenting on your own. You're not like, oh, I was just scrolling through while I was on my, my burner account and I posted. That's where I'll, the mistake I'll almost make where I'll go to comment on someone something and I'll be like, you're not Katie. You're on your burner account. I don't do the opposite. Right. I'm never accidentally posting as my – I've never posted from my burner account. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're going in specifically to comment on your own photo, how many times are you going to triple, quadruple check yeah. that you're in the right account? You big dumb dummy. <laughs> she canceled. My number one pick. So I'm down. I lost two. I feel like she – All I've got left is brown brows and Madison's still no, in it. Got... But man, she's nuts. No, I feel like Madison actually might – be crazy? Yes. Yeah, no, at the very end, at the you see his mom being like, "Go get her, go get our girl." And I'm well, like, yeah, because well, they brought the- her to the vow renewal. That's what. But that's what I'm saying. So it might be Madison that her mom's saying that about because yes. they met. Maybe I think that's Hannah B. It could. Well, that's why I picked Hannah B. In case it was Hannah B. See this bruise on my hand from when I played uh, air hockey with Jay? Yeah, I'm good. We'll get into it. I would never bruise you playing air. Uh, I mean, it wasn't intentional. Real Just quick, saying. baseball. Let's get to baseball because I know you're like, why? Because uh, we got a controversy on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. And since we're two hours into this podcast, I assume it's baseball time. We're gonna no. I'm just saying we're gonna go fast. We could get into this. Um, I did highly questionable today, and a I haven't had a day off in a sec, so my brain's kind of dead. But I tried to find nuance in something that I'm just dreading looking at how it's going to be edited back together because I it's really not a, a show on which you find nuance. You're supposed to have a take. Here's my overall take. Obviously, uh, the Astros were punished. They got fined $5 million, um, which really 
Who cares? Um, and AJ Hinch and is it Jeff Lanau? I never know how to say his name. The GM and the and the manager were both fired. Uh, also, Alex Cora. They agreed. The Red Sox and Alex Cora agreed to not work together anymore. Basically, he was about to get in a bunch of trouble yeah. because he was implicated in the he was a Houston bench coach during that scandal. He invented the banging on the trash cans, and then he was the head coach of the Red Sox, and they're being investigated for a separate scandal. So it was basically like you can't have this guy anymore. So that's all happening in Major League Baseball right now. There's also been reports of uh, many other teams that have been accused of doing the same thing. Two major general takeaways for me. Number one, uh, there is a, it, a lot of this cheating stuff is coming, is stemming from new technology. It's like you've got this replay video camera now because you can challenge things Mm -hmm. and people are using that camera and kind of messing with it and using it so they can steal signs with it. It's weird that Major League Baseball is treating the symptom and not the root cause because there's reports that Major League Baseball is now trying to implement more technology into the game, which is like you're finding that the more high-tech stuff you add, the more it's being exploited to steal signs and quote-unquote cheat. We'll get to that in a second. Quote-unquote cheat. Uh, now they're adding more tech. And it's like the more tech you add, the more you're going to have to try to keep up with ways in which that somebody could intercept that and use it. Like they were talking about having the uh, the catcher and the pitcher have like mic abilities to talk to each other about signs. And it's like – you could intercept that. Like yeah. there's just, it's just a weird thing. Baseball always seems to have these controversies where it's like, you can't do that. We're not going to be very good at enforcing it. But if we catch you, you can't do that. And then you have to decide in Major League Baseball if you're going to not do it, even though you know everyone else is going to keep doing it and therefore you'll be at a disadvantage or you're going to keep doing it. And if you get caught, you get fired and you're done forever. PEDs are like that. It's like they didn't do a good job of making sure people weren't on them. And athletes have said before, if I wasn't going to do them, I'd fall behind. I wouldn't get contract money. I wouldn't get a deal. This guy who got this big contract, he's on PEDs. So I either have to fall behind or cheat. Right. They do that with um, service time manipulation. It's like the rule within, I'm within the rules, but I'm bending them in a way that exploits my player. But if I don't do that, then I'm going to be spending more money than every other team is spending on their player. So it'd be stupid of me not to bend this rule. It's like Major League Baseball has all these little things and they're not actually fixing anything. The bigger point to me is that we act like stealing signs. Same thing with Spygate, really. We act like seeing what they're going to play. I guess in football, it's a bigger deal. Seeing what they're going to do, you still have to execute against it. Right. So if you know a curveball's coming, you still have to hit that curveball. Sarah Spain brought up a good point, which is like, well, you could just avoid their nastiest pitch. If you know that you're not going to hit it and you've got strikes to burn, you just don't swing. Um, but like, you, it, it's not as cut. I think we treat it like you've got the answers and now you just, oh, you win the World Series. Right. You still have to play baseball. That pitcher also still, obviously they're more accurate than high school Katie was. But if high school Katie's catcher told her to draw, to pitch a drop curve, you might be getting a changeup. I don't know. Didn't I? I wasn't always perfect. <laughs> so like they still have to hit their spots. Like there are pitches. You think when there's a wild pitch, they meant to do that. Mistakes are still made. 
you could still they you could be stealing a sign. They know you're stealing signs, and so they've been think, making you think that's going to be a changeup. But they switched. The, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's all these things that could happen, and everyone's acting like like I've heard people say they should have their wins vacated. That's nuts. I mean, it's that, nuts. It's, there's a there's a big difference between hitting a fastball and hitting a curveball. Yes. And so if you know a curveball is coming, you change your approach versus for if you, sure. If you don't know, that's the whole purpose. Of it's an still pitch. coming so fast. And could be a curveball anywhere on the plate. You sure. still have to connect with it. And it has to go to where there isn't a fielder. And you have to get on base. All it does is give you a heads up of what pitch is coming, which, yes, is an advantage. That doesn't win the game. That doesn't turn it into a home run. That doesn't make sure you get on base. It just means you know which pitch is coming. I think we overstate the advantage that that gives you. Because it's a, it's a, it's easier to just be like, they cheated, get them out. They cheated, get them out. Yes, it's cheating. But I would say to anybody who isn't a Red Sox or an Astros fan, just be mindful of what you say because your team is very likely next. Yeah. If they're actually going to crack down on this stuff, everyone's stealing signs. It's an, it's a competitive advantage in baseball. It's one of those things that you're like, if I'm seeing that you're gonna throw a curveball, Obviously, there are teams that went above and beyond with, like, elaborate methods of doing it. But, like, if I see you say you're going to throw a curveball, what am I going to forget? Oops. You 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 look for edges anywhere you can find them. We know now that ba- this is a thing baseball is going to take seriously. This is like the ball with the Patriots. When people were like, we are – this matters that he likes it underinflated. Two weeks before that or something like that, Aaron Rodgers on a game broadcast was like, I, there's a certain amount you're supposed to put air pressure in a ball. I take the ones that they approve and then I overinflate them. I like my ball overinflated because he knew nobody gave a sh- Nobody cared how much air was in the ball until they did. And now, you know, you don't go on a broadcast and say you overfill the ball because now it's been the line has been drawn in the sand. We care about this. Right. So now we'll see what happens. But I think there are a lot of teams that were doing this exact same thing. Mm. It's like pine tar. It's like everyone's doing it. Yeah. Some teams are getting away with it, but anytime I saw a baseball fan be like, you cheaters, he's got pine tar on his neck. It's like, so did our guy last week. He got caught. It's how it goes. Right. It's just this un, it's what happens when half your league's rules are unwritten. It's very confusing. (laughs) Which ones do we follow today? I just yelled for a long time. Did anyone have anything important on that topic? Cause I just yelled and everyone's just, no matter what I say, they're going to be like, you're a Red Sox fan. Do I think the Red Sox should have fired Alex Cora? Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. There was no way they were coming out of that with him intact and he could lead the team. Uh Do I think that sucks? Yeah. Like, I think he was doing what he had to do. I think he was doing what he thought was okay and is now like the – him and uh and what's-his-face, Hinch, are like the scapegoats for this thing. Well, I think it's also just really quick important to mention that MLB didn't fire them. No. MLB suspended them. Well, so it's yeah. like people were saying, like, is this even a harsh enough penalty? If if this is where you're drawing the line, but you're saying like, okay, here's a fine, which, you know, for a $5 million for a team is really not right, nothing. that crazy. And like a year-long suspension for your two big guys. Yeah. Like, well, the hinge suspension and I probably also the GM suspension was like a you can't even go near a spring training. Like you can't be anywhere near a baseball team, which is a death sentence essentially for a coach. Yeah. But like for Cora, a year. Yeah. Like the, for when you look at other penalties in baseball, it's like okay, there's this 
you know, PED stuff and like it's there's a lot. Yeah. So I I don't know. I just it's a weird it's yeah, I think they had to go like to save face for the team like you said they're they're scapegoats. But like And I'm not saying they're not guilty of what they've been accused of. They I mean especially the the um the Astros investigation is concluded. The Red Sox one is not, but I again because uh Cora was involved in the Astros one, I think it just got to a point where they were like this is it's not going to end well, so we should just get rid of you now. Um I think they're guilty of that. I think that there are other teams who are guilty of it yeah, as well. 100%. And I don't know that they'll all get their, you know, just desserts or whatever. They're not going to go through every single team. But, like, there have been reports of, like, a third of the league doing something similar. And they'll probably stop doing it now. Mm-hmm. But everyone that's like, get them cheaters out of here. It's like, just, you know, don't throw stones. Yeah. yeah. Um, also interesting, Carlos Beltran was named in that report uh, for the Astros cheating scandal. But because he was a player at the time and is now the manager of the Mets, because uh, he was a player then, he's not going to be suspended or get in trouble. Now he's the manager of a team. That's just a really interesting nuance. It's That's like getting like, out of the NCAA. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> wait a second. Speaking of the NCAA, LSU, my lifelong team. Wow, congratulations. Go Tigers. Thank you so much. Um, Go Tigers for sure. It's really a great game. So what was your favorite part about watching your team win? Um, well, the, you know, the other team talked a lot of trash, but when we, my team, when we, the other team talked a lot of trash, but when we stepped up to the Papa Shop machine, it was clear that that other team didn't know what they were talking about. Mm. I smoked Jay at Papa Shop. And I think that was my favorite when Jay was like, it's over for you. And then I was like, I doubled, I more than doubled your score. Mm -hmm. Mm. And about Joe Burrow and his six touchdown performance. Uh, so you want me to talk a, a little bit about Foot all of the football. all of the football? Well, I I only played the game once, the football game. Uh, Jay was terrible at it; he couldn't <laughs> even get true. the ball into the holes. Yep. Uh, but I will say, while we're talking about deflation of footballs, varying air pressure in those footballs is very hard yeah. to get into a rhythm. I did better than Jay, but it's it's not really about that mm-hmm. for me. And about like people saying Trevor Lawrence really, you know the bed like didn't have it Mm. the bed uh didn't have it well so in response to that Mm -hmm. when we played deal or no deal um (laughs) we found that we didn't sometimes we didn't have it we thought we had the right case and then we found out we we didn't have it it. Mm -hmm. uh we walked away i believe one round with two coupons two (laughs) tickets because we didn't have it Mm -hmm. you know so i i can relate i think that's what people meant when they said that okay and and clemson though being named number one for next season, sure. ranked number one already. How do they do that? Well, because they're bringing everybody back. Well, because sometimes you just know when someone's going to be great because they have a history of being great and mm-hmm. nothing's changed. It's it's a lot like when um, Jay, again, said it was over for me for Buck Hunter. And yeah, I was true. like, you have no idea what you're getting into. Yeah. And then he proceeded to shoot three cows. Oh. Um, I think it's, yeah, two cows. Two cows and maybe a buck. Maybe one. Total. Um, so yeah, I think that is sort of why you can, like, I could be ranked for next year's Buck Hunter because nothing's going to change. Um, I've just always been pretty consistent. So we're, that's our, that's our college. We didn't watch the game. Got it. We didn't watch the game. I cannot be more clear. We went to the stadium. We tried to go in, wandered every floor of it being Mm -hmm. like, well, cause we had passes, but we didn't have seats. 
Jay was like, we could try to sit in someone else's seat. And I was like, I really don't want that awkward moment if somebody recognizes me and I'm getting kicked out for sitting in the wrong seat. And I was like, well, let's go find our friends. And uh, it turns out they were standing in the corner of the end zone. So I was like, well, if all those people can stand there, we could probably go stand there. We went down there. turns out, no, we can't. Yeah. Walking down the tunnel, some dude was like, ma'am, ma'am. And I heard him saying it, but I didn't turn around because I was with Jay and that guy wasn't yelling, sir. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not going to turn around. So finally he runs up. He's like, ma'am, I need to see your pass. And I, in my weakest moment, I pointed. I go, what about his at Jay? Because, you know, sexism. Also, I wanted to run. Um, no, but I had a pass. We just couldn't uh, go out on the field. So then I felt stupid and embarrassed. So Jay uh, was like, hey, there's a Dave & Buster's nearby. And I was like, let's go. We went to Dave & Buster's. The bar is packed. There's nowhere to sit. There's people sitting on the floor. Oh, my God. Because they're, they're all watching TVs. Which meant? I looked over at the games. <laughs> a wasteland. Mm. Just nobody there. Whisper quiet. I'm like, Jay, we can play any game we want to. <laughs> and so, look, was it the right professional decision? No. Did I do my job to the best of my abilities? Pretty much. <laughs> I tried to go to the game. If I needed to see that game, you could argue they would have given me a pass that let me go to it. They didn't. <laughs> I did. My job was to lead up to the game, make content. I did. Yep. You did great. And then we made content during the game. Yeah. I made an Instagram story. Yeah. Yeah. And I beat Jay at almost everything. Pretty much. And I got a Pickle Rick hat. Wait. wait so, so, Jay, you didn't lose everything? You won something? I did Jay win. won air hockey. I did win oh, air I hockey. Oh, I bruised your hand. I scored all of his goals. That's they were all, not they all bounced of them. off of his wall and came into that's my a, net. That's a gross overstatement. Uh, 85% you no, feel comfortable with? 30% of the goals not were scored by you. Absolutely not Katie. true. I scored on myself. I scored on you barely. Yeah. But I scored on myself a lot. You did score on yourself a few times. There were a couple of 60% like, is where I'm comfortable. Down. I'll go down to, there were, there was one straight down. I don't want to talk about it. Can we talk about heated. Odell, please? Okay. Yes, so, but before we do, just, just caution everyone who ever goes to a Dave and Buster's. Don't, don't play, play Luigi's, Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Mansion. It's so it's dumb. It's so bad. Luigi's Haunted Mansion is uh, <laughs> the trashest ass game. Oh, I also smoked Jay at Mario Kart like a couple yeah, times. Yeah, like a bunch of times. Um, <laughs> either way, don't play Luigi's Haunted Mansion. You're basically, they give you a vacuum and you're supposed to stun the ghosts with your flashlight and then suck them into your vacuum. It is not, it just isn't good. It's just, bo- it, it and sucked. It's a two person thing. You have to move the vacuum left and right, and so like Katie's vacuum is over towards me. My yeah. vacuum's over there. We're like trying to pull these ghosts. This game is garbage. And we had to get it. into like you have to get into it. It was just, like you have to get inside. It's like dark. It was weird. It was. I hated it. Gosh, I hated it. Anyways. We both sucked at skee ball. At least I, there's that. I'm yeah. sorry, you guys went through that. Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero I was almost beat you when I did it on hard and you were on medium, but then you almost. Tied me when I was on. What? It's fine. We had a great time. That's good. We'll be going back. We being maybe, me and somebody yeah, else. Please come with was, me. <laughs> I was really sad about it. Odell Although, paid people. Yes. So after the game, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., famous LSU alum. That's true. Was seen on camera like giving people like the money handshake. Mm-hmm. So like he pulled money out of his wallet, did the like aggressive like sorting of it mm-hmm. like you look like in, you've never done that before put, i you just don't pretended have to did cash that. I, but it just looked really I don't have you made it look money. like you 
because it, it wasn't that sure. it was separating the bills. Yeah, like I hate this. what it looks like when you do that. It's like you've like never I'm, done it before. I haven't ever done it before. You've never separated cash? Not that never aggressively. Counted like, money? Authoritatively. Like, I'm counting out my hundreds. That even looked better. Okay. You're getting better. Well, sorry. Is that Reba? So in any case. I'm counting out my hundreds, <laughs> y'all. In any case, he we see him give uh, wads of money to Justin Jefferson and John Trey Kirkland, yeah. who are receivers on the team. I know that. People are like – people, media famously is like, you can't give money to student athletes. No sh- So the next day, an LSU official was like, oh, no, it was fake. That was a joke. It was fake money, like prop money. Mm-hmm. And then today, Wednesday, LSU's like, we're we're going to investigate it. Because if you watch the video, the player's eyes are like <gasps> – Not like it's this. prop like, money. Because, you know, Adele there's a lot Beckham, of blue. Probably not there's walking lot, around those with are- that much prop dollars those are big bills in his wallet well and then shout out joe burrow oh my god so joe burrow went on not Pardon smart. my take podcast today yeah and he, like apparently odell gave him money too and they asked him like was it real and his response was i'm not a student athlete anymore so i can say yeah that's not how it works joe yeah joe that's Ooh. not how it works okay. because nobody out here thinks that odell has a list of people who are going to the draft and a list who aren't and is giving half of them fake money and half of them real money yeah so yes you're not a student athlete anymore so you can say yeah but you may have just screwed all of your teammates yep. because they now can't say no right because you confirmed He's it like, was well, real money. Well, he gave Joe real money, and then he gave some of the monopoly. Yeah, yeah. Money he just had two pockets, one pocket. Yeah, he just That's happened why he to was know. Separating. Yeah, yeah. So he just happened to know <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. famously organized with a big list. Of, he really keeps a tight book. <laughs> so if if Kirkland and Jefferson declare it's, it's like fine. not an issue, right? But because you know, to if, be clear, I think the stance of this podcast, and if it isn't, correct me, but it is. They should be able to accept hey, that. They should yeah. be able to get a gift from a very rich receiver who used to be in their position and yep. who knows what it feels like to win and not actually win any cash. Yep. They should be able to get that. That's yes. really cool. Odell Beckham gave me a stack of cash and I had to give it back. Sucks and is stupid. Yeah. But knowing that's the rule, yep. you don't do it? On camera. Does Odell on Beckham, the field? <laughs> on camera? On Does camera. Odell, well, I mean, if I had been on the field, I would have stopped it, but they wouldn't let me out there. That's um, true. But it's just like, you, you, do you think you're going to change the rule by violating it on camera and getting those kids in trouble? Like, you, we get it. We all think the rule is stupid. But as long as it's the rule, be smart about it. You could have given them that cash quietly. Yep. I just don't – it seems stupid it's to me. devil's advocate. You're like overwhelmed with emotions. This this Monopoly money is sure. in a hole in your it pocket. It sure is. You want to – Someone's got to buy Baltic Place. Later. You know, That's it's right. Baltic Avenue. They're going to be – Put a house on – if you get all the railroads, you get a yeah, bonus. Just buy up the whole tri-state area. Everyone's going to be smoking That's cigars not in, in Monopoly. The Connecticut. That's not in Vermont. Vermont's not in the tri- – That's that's New England. Jay, what are you doing? Why? I, I don't know. Was it just, was a Monopoly bit. No. Anyway. So in any case, let's see how that plays out. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars, Jay. It's been a long Joe Brady. Days. While we're talking LSU, uh, the pass game coordinator for LSU leaving to now become the offensive coordinator for the Panthers. Damn. Mere years ago, I want to say seven, six. He was at William and Mary. He was like a linebackers coach. This has been a meteoric rise for him. He was at LSU for one year. Before that, he was like an offensive assistant with the Saints. He's always been really clear about wanting to go back to the league. 
he doesn't want to do college because recruiting seems very exhausting. Yeah, I'll be honest. Honestly. I think he's like 30. He is now the offensive coordinator. For, that's an insane jump. And good for him yeah. because Joe Burrow last season had 16 touchdowns last season, 2018, 2019, Joe Burrow had 60 touchdowns, six, zero, six, zero. Yes. Yeah. They sound similar, mm-hmm. but they're very far apart. <laughs> he like doubled Joe Burrow's passing yards. And obviously Joe Burrow also had to do it, but Joe Burrow's passing yards for the season doubled and his completion percentage went up like 20%. An insane turnaround. That, that seems good. It is very good. Uh, also, he wasn't the offensive coordinator at LSU, so it's like there could have been, there were other people, obviously, that were part of it. Right. But this guy's getting a lot of the credit, and now obviously it's gotten, gotten him the offensive coordinator job That's in the so league. Crazy. It's nuts. He went to college for a year, right? Cause he was at the Saints. Then he leaves, he goes to college for a year, and then back to the league and gets a promotion and a raise. It's never happened in the history of what you gotta do. You gotta I went to one job. year of college and got a huge promotion. That's so awesome. But, I mean, he was worshipped in Baton Rouge. Like, this guy couldn't go anywhere without getting mobbed. And I've seen a lot of articles being like, good luck finding that in the NFL, because we just don't care as much about coordinators and such. Which is why I find it so interesting that they treat him like a phenom, when it's like, there are run game and pass game coordinators in the NFL that are probably the next guy but because we just don't care or know any of them uh we don't it we treat them like it's not like oh joe brady's special and it's like well the, most teams probably have a joe brady yeah uh running their run game or their passing game but we give all the credit to the offensive coordinators anyway it's mm. interesting yeah let's give some love to the the run and pass game coordinators for sure like, yeah like less hot lafleur yeah <laughs> Mike, who's the pass game coordinator. Less LaFleur for sure. For the 49ers. Less floor. And shout out Mike McDaniel, want no S, just one McDaniel. Yes. The run game coordinator for the 49ers. Wow. Shouts to them. Shouts to those bang, two bang. Mikes. Shouts to Mike Mike, Bang Bang, and her gang. Great. Mike Mike, Niner Spike. Oh boy. WNBA! Okay, guys, look, we've been talking about this for a long time that they needed a new CBA. WNBA CBA does not roll off the tongue, but here we are. Uh, they got it. And from what I've seen from the players, it's good. They're happy with it. Yeah. Very happy with it. Uh, just a couple basics 30% increase to the salary cap. That's huge. That's good. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, higher max player salary. It goes from uh, 117.5 to uh, 215,000. That's good, too. Also good, Ashley. I'm glad you're keeping track. Yep. Let me know when I hit a bad one. Okay. Additional compensation for select players up to $300,000. I don't know what that means. If you've got a max player salary, I don't understand how they're... But I don't need to because I didn't negotiate this thing. (laughs) I think it sounds good. Is it good? That seems good. Okay. First time ever that the average player compensation is six figures. That's good. That is good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Players receive full salary while on maternity leave. That's good. Shocking that it's new. Yeah. Uh, I thought... I thought legally... I, I know. New annual child care stipend. That's good. Also shocking it's new. Yeah. Um, new progressive family planning benefits up to $60,000 reimbursement for veteran players for costs related to adoption, surrogacy. I can't pronounce that word. I've never been able to pronounce that word. Oocyte cryopreservation? Yeah. Oocyte? Oocyte? I've Chase got them. Yes. He has I have no idea. Yeah, Jay, you don't even ovulate. There was, there was a question mark after the yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. When's the last time you, what's part of your cycle Name are you even on? one time you ever ovulated. Yeah. Oh, Jake, please don't ever say that. Gross. Why did you say that with a bro voice? Yeah. Name one time. I don't know. I was doing you to me. Yeah. Individual, here's a new one. Individual hotel rooms for every player. Whoa. A thing they did not have previously. Mandatory extra legroom seats on flights plus more flexibility than ever before to order Ooh, charters when really necessary. Good. I like that. Yes. Because uh, they tall. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who sat behind Marcus Spears in the flight yesterday was like, yeah, no. The, flight, <laughs> the flexibility to order charters when it was like, remember, wasn't there a game where they like missed the... Multiple games. Yeah, multiple they would games. Like miss their flights. And then I think it was the Aces. The they got stuck. Yeah. Uh, off-season job opportunities with league partners as alternative option to overseas. For those who don't know, most of the players in the WNBA, not most, I think most, but I don't, that could be factually inaccurate. A lot of them go overseas to play elsewhere because they can make more money there than they make here. Um, off-season job opportunities with league partners is great. To yeah. stick around. Um, health and well-being. Mental health resources. Vague. It's great. It's vague. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. If I had a note, it's that. It's what? What are the mental health resources? Because you could be like, oh, there's a an office, but it's in Chicago. There's- it's the central office. You got to go find it on your own time. <laughs> Just saying. Be. I would like to urge everyone in 2020 and moving forward to be more specific when you talk about mental health. Because it's becoming a catch-all in a way that I don't find helpful. Oh, we got a mental health professional. Well, which what? What does he do? What does she do? Is it a psychiatrist? Is it a psychologist? Is it a is it a sports psychologist? Is it what what is it? When are they available? What are their office hours? Are teams making? Are you making players go? Does everyone have to go? Is it required like the gym? Or is it? Eh, you got to seek it out on your own time. What's happening? Are we being proactive or being reactive? Let's be honest. I like that. Nutrition council committed to optimize athletic performance. Cool. Again, vague, but shocking. They didn't have it before. <laughs> Augmented and holistic domestic violence program that includes education and counseling. Love to see that on a men's league. Yeah. Again, I'm not, I, I love to see it in a women's league. Yep. It's progress either way. Yep. But I just want that to be what everybody uses when somebody brings up hope solo when you talk about domestic violence and athletes. Say, yeah, women's leagues do agree with you that women's, uh, women also have this issue and should be taught. That's why they have an augmented and holistic domestic violence program. That includes education and counseling. So what is it you're – what are the men's leagues doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing. Okay. So you just wanted to bring up Hope Solo because you wanted to to act, just throw out the one famous woman that this happened to or maybe some WNBA players and you didn't actually want a solution. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. So overall. Overall good. It's good. That's good. That Ashley says overall good. Overall's good. So that's great. I feel good about it. And NECA's eyeshadow on the – was it Today Show or Good Morning America where they announced it? Uh, NECA looked incredible. <laughs> Her, her, she had this blue eyeshadow. Go look it up. I don't care if you're a dude. Go look it up. She looked great. <laughs> we, if you could scale it back a little, we don't objectify athletes. On it. Mm. I've objected Kelly O'Hara a lot of times. O'Hara, why did I just say it? Like Kelly O'Hara. Kelly O'Hara. Kelly O'Hara. Guys, I, uh, I know you think it's over, and boy, do I wish it was as well, but it's not because it's time now for the erotic news of the week. Oh wow, we oh. had it ready to go Sounds more like than anything's panther. ever been ready. A giant tortoise saved his entire species by having a lot of sex. Shout out to Diego, the giant tortoise, who at more than 100 years old has retired after getting the job done. I want to uh, die. Diego, I want to. I'm dead. Hails from the Galapagos. What if we were just silent the whole time he did this? Off the coast of Ecuador, uh, and he was part of what's called the captive breeding program, which was engineered at saving the species when they were. It's just like when you pick those five athletes, yeah. <laughs> It was Which 19- he picked, they picked one turtle from every league. <laughs> started in 1965 when Diego was still a young man. 1965! Was, Diego sorry. was still in his 40s what? at the time. He, this is the Hugh Hefner of turtles. 
And at the time, there were only 12 females and just two males. What, what about the other two? And so Diego and that other male. Thank God that dick. Took that population from 14. Wait, did you say two. Diego and the other two? And the other male. So why is Diego getting... Hang on, I'm getting to that. Oh, why are they getting... Do the not... The women do were the not, had to... Do not speak to us like that ever again. Sorry. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm getting to that. I was just excited. My God. Diego has fathered the 40% of the children. Wait, now we have to do this in silence? I can start the track again if yeah, you want. Yeah, please do. <laughs> just because it's so quiet. Thank you. Uh, but there's another 900 children. Named E5. What? He doesn't even get a real is name. He like E40's little brother? <laughs> Ooh. It was his test subject name, E5. I could not find another name. And he fathered 60% of the children. Whoa. Whoa. But Diego is getting all the praise because the other male. He nutsened him. He, he nutsened him. He's a real nutsen. <laughs> so Professor Gibbs, who's one of the guys who runs the study, said Diego has a big personality. It's Barry. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, he died. He's quite Barry aggressive, active, and vocal in his mating habits, so I think he's gotten most of the attention. Meanwhile, E5 what? is out on the other side making 60% of these kids. Yeah. Well, But both of them go out heroes because they have single-handedly together. Well, that's not single-handedly, and also uh, they don't have opposable thumbs, so I don't think you can call it a hand. Uh, four. <laughs> Double call. <laughs> Eight clawedly saved the entire species of giant tortoises. So shout out to them. Wow. Shout out to them. Have you heard that E5 song, Gang Bang Turtle Gang? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's, we have time for one more it. voicemail, but before we do that, this podcast also brought to you. Be, be me on every, every friggin' time. Uh, what is that? Maybe you ought to know better. Oh, no. I, I are know we, we singing again? We are. We're back? Yeah, you ought to know that we are. <sighs> Just say it. Can you do it? Um, you ought to know, please. Oh, my God. Uh, sure. Man, we haven't done this in a while, and I did not refresh myself on how you ought to know goes, so you'll have to help me if I mess up. Sure. Okay. Ready, Jay, I think. Ugh. I don't miss this. Roses are red. <laughs> Violets are blue. You're... But is cute and rhyming is dumb. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, to show how much they love you. Me undies has not one, but three new Valentine's Day prints this year. This is the perfect opportunity to show that special someone you're ready <laughs> to take it to the next level with matching pairs. Match me so I know it's real is the motto. That is the motto. If you're matching, you're BFF or hate, then your dog, it still counts. Also, psst. Someone told us that me and his hair new loungewear. Yeah, 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 loungewear. <laughs> Does she start right away again? Uh, yeah. Uh. Rumor has it that it's loungewear you can wear out and about. Keep your eyes peach. Not yet. <laughs> Keep your eyes 
pale for some cozy new additions. I love to wear their onesies. They are one, and I wear them as one. Me undies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. And free shipping, this is a no-brainer, especially cause we have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, yeah, to get your 15% off of your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go, go to me MeUndies.com. Uh, slash Nolan. That's me on Is this the long version or the short it's version? The long version. Slash Nolan. Is this where she starts to go crazy? Yeah. Sure, yeah. You're me on Slash Nolan. Go. Nolan, that's the end of the ad read. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> and every time you go to MeUndies.com, I hope that you buy some undies. Buy some undies, but I still wearing undies, because I swear <laughs> I love me undies. And sometimes they send me bonus socks. It's really sweet how they know that. Cause I never have clean pairs of socks. I'm just being honest with you. Why am I doing that? This song keeps going. It's so much easier when you don't have to read a script. I should always do this. But then they'd get mad at me. This song is about Dave Coulier. Yo, yo, yo. Love Full House. Holy cow. Oh AJ, what's up? Let's hit that voicemail. Okay. Uh, Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Will calling from Philadelphia. Oh, I what? Oh, if you had to speak for the rest of your life with every sentence ending in a rhyme, but that rhyme has to be the same syllable for every huh? sentence for the rest of your life, what would that syllable be? Love you. Me and Bye. I think I understand the question. Mm-hmm. I think it's like you can only rhyme with one word at the end of a sentence for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's, I, it's like a, every sentence you say that ends has to rhyme with will or oh, got it. thrill. You know, those would both rhyme. Those are dumb. Right. Right. So ill would be what we're answering. Like I'm picking right. Ill. I would pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and we're going end of the sentence. So yeah. you got to keep in mind you can say any other word. See, that's where it gets confusing. It has to be the same syllable for every sentence. I think he's saying it's just every sentence has to end rhyming with. Look, if we learned anything from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be a- say. Yeah. A. A. Bay. Okay. Although you get to bay pretty quickly. But how do we normally end sentences? Okay. Think. But then you got to be like brink, link, Even clink. when you were doing 
Reba, you ended. I was going to say, this sounds like Reba, the story of Reba's life. It now really that she's is. A you pilot. ended with like, hey, or yeah. okay. I think it, the easy answer is, hey, are there any that we're not thinking of? Mm, like, or? Core? No, those are very specific words. What about like that? At? I think if you cat. can. Sat. If we come up with a word that you could tack on to the end of any sentence. Well, that's cheating. Well, I mean, but that's – you. so if we pick A, it's like, okay, or like A, or like something you could say. There it is. Right? Every day. Every day. And it would be okay. It would be okay. You, you could just play. Right. Go out on right. a foray. That's what I'd say. It would work for Jay. And, oh, oh, now I'm out on it. I'm out on it. We can't end on an there, A. There you go. Ashley. Ashley. A- Ashley. Kiki. Oh, how about K-E. me? Don't you so see? T. T could or be one. Like E. Like E. E. Yeah. T. C. We. Free. Me. Oh, that might be the one. And you know what made us decided is that we don't want to rhyme with J. That's fine. I need my own. Can't you see that for me, this would be. Absolutely. Uh, the the way to be the way to be. Said be, but that's okay. Wee. Give that to me. <laughs> I love you. Holy. Oh, uh, my best oh. friend is Ashley. Mm-hmm. Jay is no longer working with me. Oh. Like it's. Uh, could, you, could we nice make like fire. scary? Like scary. scary. I think so. Okay. I think there the are- E sil- syllables what Ashley and I are going to go with. Jay's going to go with J. Yeah. Yeah. We're, so Katie and Ashley are going to take E. Wow. We are all just narcissists. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I picked mine because of you and you picked yours because of me. So really, we just love you. You're there. so right. Also, can I make a confession? No. Um, when you were just doing that, uh, MeUndies ad read and you had to go psst into the microwave, I peed a little bit. I'm ah! laughing so hard. The microwave. <laughs> yeah, the microwave. The microphone. You, say, you peed into the microwave? Oh, and I had to do yeah. into the microwave. You had to do it in Elena's voice and voice and you're like, Psst, and I laughed yeah. so hard. I peed I'll be honest. There was one part I got too, I meant to pull away and I got closer <laughs> instead and you went, great. you went, ooh, like, like, ow, that, that actually hurt. Uh, all right, guys. Now that rounding out our three mm. with Ashley, <laughs> big thanks to me on D's. <laughs> And Q-U-I-P. Ooh. Man, I would crush this. Thanks for your question, Will. And uh, untuck it. See. That's it for this week's edition of Sports Question Marky. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Untuck It. Well, there goes that. Shout out to Untuck It, Quiver Me Undies. Uh, also, shout out to SV Pod, the newest podcast for ESPN starring the one, the only, Stu Gotts. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's SVP. It's Scott Van Pelt. Uh, wow. Whoever wrote this copy wrote, see what they did there? SV pod. It's smart. Uh, I'm not going to say that to you. That's because I respect you too much as a listener. I'm just going to say it's Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt's the man. You should go listen to his podcast. It's brand new as of January 14th. So get that wherever you get your podcasts, which as listeners of sports is everywhere. You get them everywhere famously multiple times. Thank you guys for listening multiple times on different platforms. Don't listen to just this one over and over on the same platform. Only an idiot would think for two years that that makes any sort of a difference. Only a real dumb dummy named me. Uh, Great. So thanks for doing it, though. We really appreciate it. Ashley, I've seen Ashley and Jay check in the subreddit. Apparently it's popping. I have not checked. Ooh, Morty RT. 
Hmm? Sorry, keep going. Yeah, she doesn't Moriarty. like that. She's not into that one. It's fine. It's a Sherlock post that I was reading. Eh. Yeah, Ashley, they've been checking the subreddit. I'm the one who wanted to check it, and I haven't been checking it at all. Well, you've been busy. I have been busy. Don't come for me. I also, I also realized that I love our fans. They're so nice because we haven't given them a place to be mean. And I was like, what if I go to the subreddit and they're like, Katie's take on this was really bad. And I'm like, oh, I don't, wish I didn't know that they Oh, I'll just that. burn it down. Okay. Like you did the last one? Mm. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't us. We're just joking. I actually knew what uh, a burner was this whole time. Or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. That is still true. Like this one from Mobo25 that says, Katie, Ashley, and Jay provide great sports and not sports content. But listener beware, do not listen to this podcast after facial or sinus surgery because you will literally laugh so hard it hurts. Believe me and my sore nose. Here's hoping laughter is the best medicine. Oh, man, I hope you get better. Yeah, that's really cute. The facial and Mobo. sinus surgery is cute? No, the no. laughter's the best medicine. Oh. Yeah, let's hope. But I would say if you just got your face amputated, it's probably not <laughs> the best medicine. I think medicine's probably the best medicine you got there, bud. <laughs> and soup. And lastly, don't forget that you can always... Come on, baby girl. Leave off a voicemail Oh, I see why you did it. You I wish just I wish did you it. didn't. <laughs> 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Love you, me. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.